Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Warning, the Drunken Peasants podcast is full of comedic exaggerations, independent thought, insensitivity, and other offensive content. We strongly urge all viewers and listeners to keep their brains and their skulls throughout the entire duration of this podcast. Failure to do so will result in immediate death. If you wish to support this podcast, there are several ways to do so. First, you can sign up for a free audiobook trial at audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants. Audible is the foremost seller of audiobooks today with hundreds of thousands of titles to satisfy all manner of tastes. Second, if you shop on Amazon.com, please use the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of this video. Every purchase you make helps to support this podcast's existence. Third, please peruse our merchandise and see if any of it strikes your fancy. We sell a lot of t-shirts, so we must be doing something right. One more thing before I go. To make an official submission to the Drunken Peasants, whether it be a video for one of our segments, or fan art, or a picture of you wearing one of our shirts, or anything you think we might want to use on the show, that stuff needs to be sent to the Drunken Peasants Facebook inbox. Please do not send correspondence, as this will be deleted unread. With all that shit out of the way, it's time to begin the show. From the frigid armpit of America, this is the Drunken Peasants Podcast with Ben and TJ, bringing you opinions of the news from an altered perspective. Fuck it! <laughs> you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. What the fuck you talking about, atheist? It's okay. You're nothing, okay. KJ. You're garbage. Okay. I just want to no, no, be no, light. No, no, You're no, garbage. No, no, no. And now, here are your hosts, Ben and TJ. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Drunken Peasants, episode 258. Indeed. Yes. I have a hunch this will be the greatest episode of all time until we do the next Smoke one. Weed every day. Indeed. Fuck you, TJ. Not enough of your fucking shit lately, buddy. Tired of living in your fucking shadow, TJ. Red was fucking right, TJ. Oh shit. Bread. 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 Brett. Brett. Was fucking right. Brett Keen. Yes. What other Brett would I be fucking talking about? I thought you might be talking about Brett the Hitman Hart. No. Okay. Brett Keen of God TV Radio. <coughs> the Stallion. The illustrious God TV Radio, yeah. Well, he's always right. Games you love. So he was right, TJ. Yeah, I have I been do. living in your fucking shadow. I've had enough of it. All right. I fucking challenge you to a fucking drinking contest, TJ, and I'm going to fucking win this. Paul got lucky, TJ, but Paul's fatter than you, and you see how fucking far I took Paul. I'm going to wow, beat you, yeah. TJ. He took him to the limit. But I want something more on the line than just that. Like just, I, not only do I want to beat you, I want to humiliate you. 
If you fucking win, I will be the egg bitch on an episode of this show. But so, if I win, you're going to be page boy TJ. So egg bitch, so you're going to wear the tutu and yeah. everything. I'm going to do it. But I'm so convinced I'm going to win that I'm putting it on the line. All right, well, you have to understand what the egg bitch fucking consists of. Then. No, no, you don't get to judge it. It's going to be some humiliating. I get to create the egg bitch. It's not going to be some nice uh, thing. Then it's not really the true egg bitch. I am the creator of the egg bitch. No, here. you don't get to just... Okay, then I get to decide what page boy TJ is. Yeah, that's Okay, fair. then that's fine. Okay, go ahead. All right, the egg bitch, the established mythology of the egg bitch is... He carries around a basket of eggs and okay. wears a pink tutu and, and gives eggs to people and says, I'm the egg bitch. Have an egg. And pay, okay, well, page boy TJ, you have to have, of course, the page boy haircut. You have to dress in, like, medieval, like, renaissance clothing. And you have to talk and affect a certain accent. I'm not, I'm not getting... And I'm, pre you have to prance I'm not about. cutting my hair for it. And you're not cutting your hair. You're not doing anything permanent okay, to yourself and, to be the eight. And this is going to happen... Okay, then you get a wig or something. This is going to happen on the next private show. Yeah, the, the, the one in August. Show. The one in August, yeah, right? the contest, yeah, sure. Okay, this contest that you're speaking of will happen in August, so you have to go to patreon.com forward slash DP, sign up for $5 or more on Patreon, you'll be able to witness this epic contest. So I'm guessing on that show, at the end, the loser will have to wear that fucking costume. No, the, no, the loser, on an episode. The loser has to wear it for an entire episode of The Drunken Peasants. Oh my god. <laughs> and be in that character. Yeah. You're gonna lose, dude. It's gonna be fucking so, great. After that, I don't know if it'll be the very next episode, but an episode shortly thereafter, you will view... Either I guess Page Boy TJ, but you're, you're Page Boy TJ. You're really gonna see the Page Boy TJ. Egg bitch. No, egg bitch ain't happening. I'm the egg bitch. Have an egg. Oh, you know what? Can I, I fill your cup, sire? I have a correction too. This is episode 257, not 258. Oh, you're gone. <laughs> you I know. Stupid fuck. The fuck's Damn wrong it. with you, Ben? Damn you, Ben. Mm. Ben's been it's drinking again. You. You've embarrassed this podcast. I wish I've been drinking. <laughs> you were yeah, drinking. Drinking is cool. Yeah, I enjoy drinking. So do I. Me and TJ went to the horse track. It was pretty crazy. We did. We did. Uh, I could not win on the horse races to save my life, but I did win a bunch on slot machines, strangely. And it's the first time. Yeah. Well, that's not the first time I ever won on a slot machine. It's the second time. So we're, we're going to do. They've both been in recent, like the last few months. We're going to do two quick plugs because we got a guest waiting. <laughs> Otherwise, we would talk forever yeah, about sure. yeah. horse track gambling and that kind of shit. Yeah. All right. So uh, first order of business, drunken peasants. Uh Toledo, Ohio meetup. Got 136 RSVPs. And uh, Scotty gave me an interesting factoid on this earlier. The Toledo. A very interesting factoid. And and what is that, Scotty? Oh, well, the New Orleans, uh, the venue limit. Well, I mean, not, not for the entire venue, but for the space we rented is 135, TJ. Shit. So, technically, 136 going to Toledo means... I mean, technically, TJ speaking, Toledo won. No, because I'm not turning down RSVPs at any point. I Toledo mean, like, is by far the superior. There's more. City. There's more space there. I mean, it's, there's. It's only two rooms that have that space limit. So, I, well, you we can just con it. we can conquer more of the fucking Napoleon House. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Okay, maybe, maybe that'll happen, TJ. Maybe that'll happen. It will happen. Maybe not. Okay. Though. If know. you build it, they will come. And I've built it. Sound like an optimist, TJ. They will come. They will come. All right, uh, and then, as we were just mentioning, there's also the New Orleans meetup. <laughs> Links for both events are in the description. Uh, we got 50 people RSVP'd right now. July 30th. You got a month. With Dusty and Egghead. Dusty will be there. Egghead will be there. Pimp Monk will be there. 
And uh, and Egghead, you know, he's going to get wrecked. If you want to insult yeah. Egghead, you have a chance. We're going to get fucking Egghead drunk. If you want to fucking shit on Egghead and his fucking to literally, his face. Literally. To shit, his face. Literally shit on him. If you want to literally shit on Egghead. We're going to fucking get uh, a prostitute to sleep with Egghead, and then it's going to ruin his, like, relationship. <laughs> we're going to make him That's snort awesome. coke. And then we're going to, Yeah, like, let's do it. We're it gonna might fucking, straighten uh, him out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll take the cringe off him real quick, man. Just snort, snort some coke. Drink, drink some fucking, you know. Yeah, if, egg, some whiskey, yeah. if Egghead seems way more mellow than ever before the next time he's on the show, then mission accomplished. Get him smoking some green, you yep. know. That's what he needs. Little nook. It's gonna happen. Those no, no more X wings. Um, <laughs> all right, so we've we've kept him waiting enough long bullshit. enough. Let's bring on long enough. Sargon of Akkad and Paul's <laughs> and Paul, oh, and also Paul, also some guy named Paul. Who cares? Some faggot named Paul. Who gives a rat's ass? Hello, Paul. Hello. How are you? Can you? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. And Sargon, welcome. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Very well. How are you guys? Doing great. We're horrible. Life, <laughs> oh, is, well, life is shit. Just horrible. Life is shit. No, it is. So something really weird has happened to my Skype, and like I can't see anything. <sighs> so I know. God, Paul, really? <laughs> Sargon, are you able to see us? Yeah, I can see fine. Okay, yep. everything's it's working. Just me. Oh, fire Paul. Of course, Paul. Hashtag fire Paul. Even our guest is more on oh, top look, of the shit. Oh, look, is Paul? Is Paul? Paul is frozen? now frozen too. <laughs> dragging the what show down. What is wrong down, with Paul? Paul? What is wrong with Paul? You're dragging down the show. You're fucking up Sargon's big appearance here. You're ruining it. <laughs> I don't even hear Sargon anymore. Oh shit! It's all dead. I'm not saying anything. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, fuck! <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm not talking. <laughs> that makes sense. If he's not talking, we can't hear him. He's, he's just really pissed at Paul right now. He's like, fucking Paul. Sargon's <sighs> like, I can't believe I'm on this rank-ass amateur podcast again. <laughs> can't even get their shit in order. Fucking... Clearly you've never listened to one of my podcasts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technical issues abound with this kind of shit. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that. Let's just all agree to blame Paul. Yeah, it's Paul. This is Paul's fault. He's the one who had the problem. He's the one who always has the problems. He's always fucking up. Always mopey, always depressed. It's just, it's Paul. I'd be mopey and depressed too if I was Paul. Yeah, always causing problems. Fucking dragging everything down. Fucking it up. Alright. So I, I might as well uh, bring up this story while we're fucking, while Ben's waiting for this shit to get... This is, uh, is it the one you sent to me? No, it's not the one I oh, sent okay. to you. This is, uh, this is a different one. Um, this is... Uh, about M Marvel, the Ugh. comics. Let me see. Where the fuck is this article? Uh, Come on, TJ. Don't fail us now. It's really weird because I thought it was right before this. How about how about we bring up the article that anyway, we actually have? Uh, no, because it, it, I don't really need the article in front of me. Okay, the point is that Iron Man is now going to be a 15-year-old black girl. Thank, thank you, progress. Iron person, TJ. Iron person. Iron yeah. person. Come on, let's 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 be sensible here. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Iron Person. Just change change the name. I'm Iron Person here to save you all. 
Why? Uh, how does a 15-year-old black girl get access oh, to the shit. Iron Man technology exactly? Um, that's actually offensive. I realized. What if there? What if Iron uh, Person was an other kin? So they technically wouldn't be a person. So that yeah, that would also be offensive. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to t uh, consult with some SJWs, and they're gonna have to figure out the proper term for Iron Man now. Iron Wolfkin. It sounds like a compelling read. Yeah, weren't you reading the uh, female uh, the female Thor one, TJ? Yeah, uh, some people sent us a bunch of uh, feminist leaning comic books. They sent. Uh, the Amazing Squirrel Girl and Bitch Planet and uh, female, female and, uh, Thor. Thor, the female Thor. And I looked through them all, and they all looked terrible. Um, I would say the Thor one probably looked the least terrible. At least the art was good. The writing was really clunky. The Squirrel Girl one just seemed, like, silly and stupid. Uh, and the Bitch Planet one, I don't even know. That just looked like straight up, like, feminist horse shit. Didn't I'm glad they're at least making them killing like an MRA or something. Pretty much, it was it was it was basically <laughs> like that. Um, I mean, it wasn't MRAs, but all the dudes were like, it was like Lifetime original movie stuff. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. <laughs> like all the male know. characters are like, I'm a piece of damn shit. What likes to bite <laughs> women's? And then the the fucking badass chick fucking cuts his nuts off or something, you know. Hangs yeah. him over a fucking ledge, like, fuck you, male authority yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, my mom used to watch those Lifetime movies <laughs> oh, all oh, the yeah. time. So did mine, so did mine. It was like the man-hater network. Dude, and the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. You no, know. there's always one, there's always one's Prince Charming, he's great, but all the, every other male is like a fucking slime ball. Usually the ones I saw were like, a woman meets this really great guy, but then he turns out to be an abusive piece of shit, and she's got to escape. And she has to find her inner strength to get away from him because he sucks. Loosely based on TJ's life. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> we got another article, and this one kind of uh, this one kind of throws us a curveball a little bit. Um, this is uh, we are, we're always talking about conservatives who come on here. And he, they say like, oh, you know. If only someone at the, the thing had had a gun, they could have stopped this shit from happening. And we're always like, you know, when has that ever happened? Well, here's an example of it happening, actually. Uh, oh. <laughs> no charges for armed man who stopped South Carolina club shooter. Sheriff's deputies say no charges will be filed against a man who shot and wounded another man who had fired into a crowd at a South Carolina nightclub. Officers arrested a 32-year-old man who they say shot and wounded three people at the nightclub in Lyman. Jody Ray Thompson of Lyman is charged with four counts of attempted murder and two weapons violations, jail records show. He was booked in uh, the Spartanburg, Spartanburg, you all love that, county jail just before 9 a.m. on uh, Sunday, June 26th. Uh, so basically what happened is this guy, he got an altercation at the front of the club. Uh, he got pissed. He pulled out some guns. He just started firing wantonly into a crowd of people. And someone who had a concealed carry permit um, shot him in the leg, and uh, he, you know, he stopped what he was doing. Um, and, uh, you know, further injury was avoided. Luckily, no one died in this entire incident, not even the, the shooter. Uh, although I did see some people in the comments like, why did he shoot him in the leg? Should have gone for the head. It's like, aren't you just glad the situation was resolved with no death? 
Like, couldn't we just be happy that, you know, it wrapped up with no one dying? No. I don't understand anyone who would look at that and be like, I'd wish there was a bloodier resolution. Fuck that, dude. Hang him high. <clears throat> you break right. the law, you gotta die. But yeah, I mean, I, I gotta give it to uh, the gun nuts. Uh, at least sometimes this does seem to happen, because here's an example. I don't, you know, this isn't surprising. There are stories like this. There's also stories of people defending their property and their home and their lives with guns successfully and killing, you know, killing intruders or stopping them. I mean, sure. I mean, it, you, you can make an argument that, yeah, sometimes guns do save people. It does happen. But a lot of times, guns are just misused, and a lot of time, the majority of the time, they're used, you know, normally. So, yeah, I'd like to see the statistics on that myself. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard because uh, whenever you have two groups that are so ideologically invested in something, they're bound to both have their own statistics. Well, well guess what? The CDC can't uh, study gun violence. Thanks to uh, you know just the, the current law, there's and, and the budgets. They, well, they basically, I think last year they got a hundred thousand dollars to study gun violence. I mean, so it's basically nothing. Yeah, that's, uh... the dude. The dude that wrote and sponsored that law. Oh, sorry, I might be super loud because I rejoined the call. No, 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 you're okay. No, you're okay. okay. Go, you're go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, no, the dude that wrote and sponsored that law uh, has come out and said he wants to see it repealed. So it's yeah, completely silly. Yeah, it's not even study the issue. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, Sargon, I wanted to ask you about um, some Brexit shit, if you're not sick to death of the subject. Uh, I, I am sick to death of it, actually. I, I figured... I, you, who I, isn't? I figured you would be, yeah. but I just... I have kind of one, like... Because I, uh, I was on the fence about the whole thing, you know, and I still am, really. I don't really care one way or the other. I didn't care enough to take a side. Um, I was content oh, I to just kind of... I was content to just kind of lean back and be like, I feel smugly superior to both sides of this debate. Um, <laughs> but one thing I was wondering about is um, I kept hearing uh, your side because you were pro-Brexit. Uh, you guys yep. were always saying, like, uh, freedom, 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 freedom. I didn't really understand the freedom pitch. Like, if you could just explain that to me, that's pretty much the only question I have on the whole subject matter because that's the one thing I never really got like what well, like, freedom what, what, exactly why, were they? Why it's like an undemocratic institution or so, or what? I mean, not necessarily that. I kind of get the undemocratic um, institution thing. Like you know, we don't like being beholden to the EU and and all that. But um, I just didn't understand the freedom angle. Like, what greater personal freedom are you know um, UK citizens going to have now that they're not in the EU? Is what I'm really wondering. Well, honestly, I was... I mean, I didn't actually... I don't think I said freedom too often. Okay. Um, because what I think the problem with the EU is, is not necessarily the power it has now, but the power it's going to have in the future. Um, it's got a reasonable amount of power now. On the um, Commission's website, they say that there's between 15 and 50% of laws made in, that apply to the UK are made in Brussels. And I'm not really very happy about that because I don't get to elect the commissioners who propose these laws. So at best, we're fighting this like losing battle. You know, we can, you know, hopefully vote against, vote against, vote against. <coughs> Except we're completely outnumbered in yeah. the European Union, in the European Union Parliament. Britain's I think a lot of people in the, the United States. I think a lot of people in the United States feel similar too because it's like the problem of. I'm really represented by someone who is so far from where I am, both geographically and in terms of, you know, their day-to-day -day life, what they lead, what their values are, and all this other stuff. And you know, I kind of well, think it, not, it just kind of becomes not, a problem of greater and greater size of like, um, you know, government. The more well, yeah, people that, are governed, that is kind of the, 
that is kind of the problem. I mean, Br- British people tend to have a bit of a different mindset when it comes to this sort of thing than people on the continent. And so putting, like, you know, 28, uh, 28 commissioners in a room, even if the British commissioner was heavily against something, he would be outvoted 27 to 1, or, you know, probably a large percentage to a small percentage. And that seems to be what happens on basically all of the votes. And so it's just like, okay, well, we're, we're not being adequately... Our interests and our desires and in a democratic... Well, in the in the societies we live in aren't really being served. And then they then they have, like, secret plans for, like, an army and it's plans for a super state and a centralized treasury. You start thinking, okay... We, I can see what you're doing. Hey, you're not listening to anyone. I mean, the amount of times people have had to re-vote on treaties because they've gone against the treaties. And you have someone like Jean-Claude Juncker saying there can be no democratic choice against the EU treaties. And it's like, well, we can fucking see that, Juncker, by the fact that you're making people re-vote on them when they vote no. And it's <laughs> it's just the most... It, it's so obvious where they're going with it. I don't want to live in, like, this fucking militar, militaristic superstate that... I read through their plans to have an army, and they were literally talking about how they wanted to pro- be able to project power into near Russia, the Middle East, North Africa. And it's like, look, I don't want to be part of an un- undemocratic state with its own army that has imperial ambitions. And so I'm not, you know, I it's just yeah. The there's already thing. there's already enough imperialist. Uh, I mean, there's countries already, fighting over the Middle East. Also, there's already NATO Russia in Europe too. I mean, so yeah, but but not only that, it's like. I mean, it's so. At some point, I mean, there, there are very strong Eurosceptic movements in Europe and Britain and other places. You know, in other places. Yeah, in Europe. Austria. And, yeah, a few po- yeah, a few countries. Exactly, Aus- Austria and Hungary. The sort of what they call far right, but are really just sort of nationalist parties, of gaining. I mean, in some cases, they are very far right, but I, I think we can be generous and just generally call them nationalists. And. <laughs> I think that they're getting... I mean, they're, they're very close to gaining power in these countries. And I do think that there will be other EU referendums and other places would break off. And so, this, but this isn't going to happen, like, now. It's the sort of thing that happens over time. So in 10 years' time, if they have their army and somewhere decides they're going to secede, what happens? You know, are they just going to let it go? I mean, apparently, the reports about the uh, president of the EU parliament, Schultz, he was spitting and just hammering, cursing in his office when he heard the result. And it's like, man, these guys sound nuts. You know? I don't fucking... These people... I mean, this just looks like a recipe for disaster. And I don't want my country to be part of it. And then they're like, oh, it's going to cost Britain money. It's like, look, no one ever says about the great future we're going to have in the EU. They always just say, oh, how scary it's going to be outside the EU. Because they know being inside the EU is shit. You know, look at Greece, look at Spain, look at Portugal, look at Italy. It's shit. Germany has got now, like, what, two million foreign migrants in there that they are now paying for. You know, it's and, and trying to offload on other fucking countries. And all because Merkel said, come here. And it's just like, these, these people are not running this very well. And it's <laughs> they're looking to gain more and more power. Their solution to every problem is more Europe. And they literally say, no, we need more. We need more control. And it's just like, no, man, this has gone too far, and it's obviously going in a bad direction. And I don't want to be part of that. I will pay extra for my groceries. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Okay, so basically just... <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I've had this brief quite a while. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah, yeah like, I, I could tell this is like... I could tell you this is like something you've uh, you said. I mean, I, I know you did like a three-hour debate 
with uh, Thunderfoot over this, and I've seen you yeah, two kind of going at each other a little bit here and there uh, over over the issue and stuff. So that's what kind of fascinated me is to see, uh, you know, even you know this little community getting divided up and stuff, and and seeing people on both sides. And I kind of played both sides against each other a little bit. Uh, <laughs> It's fun to do. I mean, because I'm an American. I mean, like, look, I know it probably in some long run way affects me, but not in in any way I'm really gonna notice probably in my life. No, so I'm fr I'm free to just kind of sit on my laurels and be like, whatever. Let them British fags fucking fight about that. These nonsense. damn European faggots can't figure nothing out. Unlike America. America. There was some polls done with uh, Americans and what their opinion on Brexit is. And apparently yeah. 75% were totally for, basically for the sort of, you know, American revolutionary reasons. Yeah, I mean, like, we kind of tend to like that shit, I think. Um, yeah, because, like, we did a Brexit a long time ago. Like, that was our thing. You guys kind of yeah. stole it from us. I mean, you know, ours was cooler because we killed a bunch of people. But anyway. No, uh, not, not at all. I mean, literally, the, um, the guy who designed the Euro, I can't remember his name. He's Dr. <coughs> something or other. I can't, he's a German guy. He he literally was saying, look, this I, I don't I don't think that the EU is going in a very good direction. It's undemocratic, and it's we're starting to move into the realms of sort of no taxation without representation, you know. And I, that he has a problem with the way the European Union is going, on the sort of grounds that the American colonists revolted from the British Empire. And I, and I don't I, I don't disagree. I think he's completely correct. And that's this has been my entire contention with the eu i i just can't believe and and the thing is the weird thing is the people who want to remain seem to be really really emotionally attached to the eu like like they feel upset like 30 percent or something of students were crying over or wanted to cry over it. well it's i like, think that a lot of people had like personal i think a lot of people just had personal interest in it it you know staying because of you know it, not having to worry about travel visas and shit like that it and seems being able like to move uh, freely and stuff it yeah, seems like the majority of people, of people in Scotland thought. wanted to stay. Yeah, they did. Yeah, well, Scotland's done. I told, I, I fucking told Scotland to leave the goddamn UK. I told them they weren't. They had their chance. They had their fucking chance. They did. And I told them, get yeah. out of there. You don't. I, I don't. I don't think you guys are gonna like where it's going. And they fucking stayed. You know, they should have listened to me. <laughs> should have fucking <laughs> listened to me, Scotland. Should, but uh, I'm, I'm fine with the Scots voting to leave if that's what they want to do. Let them do. You know, it's up to them. But, yeah, um, I mean, like, uh, every, like that's they just wanna they wanna have the same self determination that the fucking Brits have, so it's whatever. Uh, anyway, let's let's uh, let's take a look at some videos and shit, huh? No, let's, no. Not, do, let's not do that. Let's just sit around. I think Sargon already said he was sick of talking about the Brexit shit. Yeah, that's I don't yeah, want to keep him. I, I don't want to keep him talking about it for like thirty minutes. Brexit, you must talk yeah. about yeah, Brexit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's take a look. Oh shit. I will tell you, she's made plenty of money for them, and she's been taking plenty of money out for herself. Hillary Clinton has perfected the politics of personal profit and even theft. She ran the State Department like her own personal hedge fund, doing favors for oppressive regimes, and many others, and really many, many others, in exchange for cash, pure and simple. Cash. That's all true. <clears throat> cash. That's probably all true, yeah. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not, not, right. a single, not a single word of that is a lie. I mean, uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, yeah. but when the motherfucker tells the truth, tells the truth, and that's you the truth. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, you Hillary's don't need terrible. To lie about Hillary. Honest <laughs> Hillary, TJ. That's the great. Yeah, that is Honest the great thing Hillary. about the great thing about running a campaign against Hillary is all you gotta do is tell the truth about her, and you're right, and no one can even fucking dispute it. Like, well. <laughs> You're it a racist. A <laughs> you used a star we didn't like. You know what's even better, TJ? Despite all this, you're still going to pay me that 500 bucks. <laughs> Shut up. I ain't paying you shit, bitch. Pure and simple. Yeah, Hillary sucks! Then when she left, she made $21.6 million giving speeches to Wall Street banks and other special interests and in less than two years, secret speeches that she does not want to reveal under any circumstances to the public. Girl. I wonder why. Together, she and Bill made $153 huh. million dollars giving speeches. See, this is exactly the kind of shit Trump should be doing okay. constantly. But they make really yeah. good speeches, TJ. Are you really factoring that in? Like Trump doesn't even need Trump doesn't even need to state his own objectives anymore because that's just a recipe for disaster for him. Just, just stay light on policy and just go after Hillary. Just constant I, barrage, I, I, Hillary. I, I, I thought the same thing, man. And then, and then someone's like, "Look, go into his website and actually read what he's asking for." And it's not as bad as he sounds when he's. It was talking. Milo. It was Milo that told him to do it, right? No, no, no! It was just, it was just some uh, subscriber comments. Okay, it was Milo. Um, it was Milo. Yeah, Milo, Milo pulled I, I, Sargon's I, I, dick out of his mouth just long enough. I'd be surprised <laughs> if Milo. You should check out Trump's website. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, not that I don't love Milo. It's just that you know, I think he's in it for the flamboyance. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. But no, but he, you know, he, I, he, he does also agree with what he's saying. But if you actually look at the, the, the website, it's not that crazy. And I, I mean, it's been a while since I've looked uh, at what it. What I was shocked about on Trump's website. What I was what I was shocked about on Trump's website was actually not so much like the 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 craziness of his plans. It was just like how sparse it was. Like there wasn't a lot there, which kind of is a good strategy for him, honestly. Keep it keep it yeah. small. Keep it vague. The lobbyists, CEOs, and foreign governments in the years since two thousand and one. They totally so so one thing, Sargon. I have to ask you about uh, the wall. I mean, do you think that's actually a practical solution? <laughs> I think it's the most me-worthy solution. <laughs> that's fucking okay. Right, Look, <clears throat> walls are not racist. I just I hate when people no, say, "Oh, that's racist." A wall is. Not I don't think any of us are saying it's racist. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's practical. I think, uh, no, I think no, no, it's no, ineffectual. No, 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 you right. guys think it's racist. You know, but okay. you hear a lot of fucking regressives going, "Building a wall's racist," and like, no, dipshits. How could that possibly be racist? I mean, Mexico has a wall. Yeah. So, if you know, if it's racist, then um, that means Hillary's racist too because she supported a border fence. Yeah, she she is, said yeah. she said she wanted to build a border fence. Is the, is a fence different than a wall? A fence is okay, but a wall is racist. I guess I mean, a wall isn't sense. isn't see through. Like it's a mainly fence. a meaningless symbolic gesture at best. That's all the wall would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's not going to be effective other than stopping people who are actually poor and trying to get through because they genuinely need to. But, I mean, uh, I suppose... All they got to do here's uh, here's an idea: ladders. I mean, like tunnels. Uh, tunnels. tunnels. There's fucking. <laughs> they fucking shoot. They they shoot uh, fucking cannons of like weed over the fucking border we'll all the time. Catapult Mexicans <laughs> over. Well, they're not going to catapult keep... people, but they'll catapult drugs. Why not? I, Drones I keep, too. I keep hoping that they that they come up with a way to like load Mexicans into cannons and fire them into the U.S. <laughs> like that would be that would be pretty amazing. But, well, well, they can't, they, they like, already have a way to do that. They just have a way to make them land safely. You know, just got to get a parachute, man. Just fire oh, them. Yeah. Uh, like make the, make their trajectory <laughs> high enough. 
to where they just go up and over the border and float down harmlessly on the other side, man. Wow. I've got, I've seems, got all the good ideas. That seems extremely practical, Paul. Paul for VP. I know. Paul should but, be uh, the VP you know, of Mexico. The fences, fences are, you know, do tend to be a little, like, there wasn't a Berlin fence. You know what I mean? Like, walls, walls have this connotation to people. <coughs> Fences, you can see through them, you can climb over them, but a wall, man, that's impenetrable. It's not impenetrable, but, I mean, like, especially not a wall as long as the one that Trump is talking about would have to be. But, I mean, this wall is never going to fucking be built. Even if and he becomes Mexico president. Mexico is not going to pay for it. <laughs> yes, they will. No, they're not. We're going to have machine gun turrets on that wall. We're going to stop all Mexican immigration, even legal Mexican immigration. The machine guns will shoot them, too. No more Mexicans. <laughs> so who do you think is going to be his VP? Ooh, I keep trying to figure that out. Some some uh, senator said that he thinks Trump's daughter should be VP, and I, uh, that's just ridiculous. His daughter's pretty hot. <laughs> she is. She is. She couldn't. She doesn't even need to debate. She can just show up and be like, "I'm hot." Oh yeah. yeah. Vote for vote for Trump. <laughs> People be like, "Damn right." Yep. About time we had a hot veep. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. And first lady. You should get Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, I like Bernie, but uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think he, he doesn't bring that to the table. He doesn't bring oh, the hotness. Ima imagine the chaos in the regressive minds when Trump takes Bernie Sanders as VP. Imagine, it just, what, what are they going to say? There are all the, all the hashtag never Hillary's. I mean, who are they going to vote for? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard I've already heard a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters say they would vote for Trump just because they at least view him as anti-establishment. They, yeah, they're yeah. just, even though they don't really agree with him on much policy-wise, they're just like, well, at least he's going to shake things up. Which yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely I see the appeal of that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's why I prefer him over any of the other candidates, actually. Just, he's going to change Hillary. <laughs> He'll actually probably have a pretty hard time changing much of anything. The entire establishment yeah. is going to be working against him all the time. Uh, Not gonna win, TJ. Yeah, seventy-nine percent chance. Uh, whatever. I think uh, I think Hillary probably does have a better chance, but I don't think she has no seventy-nine percent chance. Hillary in the house. <laughs> I yeah, mean, this new, I think Hillary's gonna win it as well. I, just, I think this, so. This new tactic of him hammering away at Hillary is uh, it's short-sheeted by one fact: he's Donald Trump. <laughs> like he's, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 hard. If he was like you know a legitimate politician. It would probably be a good stance to take, but I don't know how much you can point out the flaws of Hillary. <laughs> you have so many glaring flaws of your own that are going to be just thrown right back saying, at him. Like his flaws are only apparent when he starts when he starts talking about his own plans and ideas and shit. He just needs to avoid that, and he needs to just go for the pure attack what I'm saying is, all the time. But, okay, but the counterpoint to that is, what about during the debates where it's like, Mr. Trump, specifically, what do you want? And then, like, you know, then he has to pivot, and it's like, if you can, you can take that and say, Trump's just all fucking style and no substance. He has no plan. He has no idea. He's clueless. Oh, well, he's gonna have to do something there. I'm just talking about in the fucking election till then. I mean, like, in the debates, whatever. I think that 
he should just go. He should go on the attack against Hillary as much as possible. And in all the states with heavy Hispanic populations are going to be playing Trump like they're rapists. I mean, let's face it. It wants to build a wall. This this election, all the statistics, all the polls and shit bear this out too. This election is not about who would you rather have as president. This election is entirely about who would you rather not have as president. So both these candidates, neither, they're both pieces of shit. They might as well just both try to fucking convince the other everyone that the other one's a bigger piece of shit. Because that's the winning strategy in this race at this point. We own her, and that will never, ever change, including if she ever became president. God help us. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, I could have intervened and smite her. How about that, Trump? Is a choice between taking our government back from <clears throat> special interests or surrendering. You know what's weird is a lot of fucking Trump, a lot of people that were with Trump towards the beginning have all said that, like, Trump was never serious about being president towards the beginning. He just wanted to run to fucking increase his brand recognition. And I mean, now, I mean, like, I, I would assume at this point he has decided, like, wow, I actually got this, so I, I do want to be president. But it's kind of interesting if that's true. Wrong. If he just ran to get his name out there, and now he might actually could be wrong. win it. They, I, they I could, be. could be wrong. It could know. be a rumor. I, I mean, it's just a rumor. Yeah, I, I mean, if you look at him like when he was on Oprah Winfrey in the 80s, and he's like, well, maybe, but I, I don't want to go for president. Only if things get really bad. I mean, I could believe that he thinks things have got really bad. I mean, he is consistent on a few points. And I think the you know th that things are really bad is certainly one of those consistent points that he keeps bringing up, isn't it? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the most nebulous and vague way possible. <laughs> Things are bad out there, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're real bad. Tosin. But it's a common tactic. Obama used change. Obama's big thing was change. I mean, it's a common <laughs> tactic in American politics. Yeah, of course. That's, that's, Fuck that's Bush. Propaganda 101, isn't it? You know, keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it memorable. So, you know, but he has been consistent on this issue. And I, I, I fucking I hate that I have to be talking about Donald Trump in a positive way. You know, it really pissed me off. Where are the actual politicians who would actually do a good job? Like, I, I, you know, not, I think the word yeah. is statesmen. Where are the fucking statesmen? We don't know? have people like that here. No, yeah, we, we don't, don't have people like that at all anymore. We don't make those anymore. <laughs> those, no. don't, those don't seem to rise through our system for some reason. No, it's, it just pisses me off, man. Production has ended on real statesmen. Mr. Smith is not going to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting shot in the head. You know, right, it does well, dangerously look like idiocracy is happening in the United States. <laughs> it's, it's scary. <laughs> it's like, President Camacho coming President soon. Camacho is probably only like three presidents away at this point. <laughs> at least, at least it'll be interesting. Well, uh, for whatever reason, the intro didn't play before this one, so I queued it up again, and we'll just play the intro. <laughs> Scotty is leaving the piss again. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, so uh, I wanted to get Sargon's take on this story. Uh, I'm sure he already knows about it. It's, uh, it's, it's about the man that was shot by the police in New Orleans. Baton Rouge. Alright, yeah, yeah, Baton Rouge. Yeah, you're what right. What was his name, sorry? Uh, I forget. Yeah, Do you remember his name? I've, I've, I don't. I don't remember. It, it, it was all over. It's a, it's a fairly recent thing. <laughs> yeah, it was all over everywhere I on can't the internet remember what today. His name was. 
All right, we'll we'll play it. He's dead. This man, this Alton guy, Sterling. Alton this Sterling. His family and friends want him to be remembered this way. The 37-year-old man was shot to death yesterday early morning outside of a convenience store where he sold CDs and DVDs. And the video we're about to show you was taken from inside a car. The video is very graphic and it is very disturbing and you need to make sure there are no children in the room if you are going to watch this video in just a few moments. Okay, uh, sure. Play this yeah. video who, who, right. Ashley, fuck get off. out of the room. Get out of the room, Ashley. Get out. Huh. You can't see this. This is too graphic. Right, Actually, Paul's the one who probably is too fucking pussy to look. Remember when we were on acid, Paul's like, don't show me fucking violent. I can't handle truth. You know what, dude? Like, you you put me on a psychedelic substance and then show me a bunch of fucking people's heads getting blown off. Like They were, they were video game heads. <clears throat> some of them were. There were people being beaten in the streets. Yep. <laughs> Dancing in the streets is some terrible music. Yeah. All right. And assessed and investigated for days, if not months, if not years. So with that warning... Oh, God, just show it. Video. All right. All right, so from what we can see, he's been uh, tackled to the ground. Yep. You see him clearly resisting right there, guys. Now he's drawing the gun. <laughs> so that's like five. <coughs> now, uh, what happened was uh, when they were shouting gun, it's because he did have a gun in his pocket. He did have a gun, and he, and he did have a prior criminal record. Yeah, I mean, he was that a criminal. That's not deniable. Uh, he had a gun in his pocket. Um... There's another vantage point where you can watch this video. Uh, there's another video of this incident. It doesn't look as if he ever reached for the gun, but he did have a gun on his person. But th did they discover uh, he had a gun before he that's was why shot? They, that's what they were shouting gun for. Before oh, okay. the guy, but you see, you notice before the cop drew his gun, they were shouting gun, gun. Yeah. They were saying he has a gun. So, I mean... Um, so it seems like they found out he had a gun, and they got paranoid, and then they just, like, kill him. I think they got... Yeah, I think what happened was they heard he had a gun, they got spooked, and they ended up shooting him. Um, I don't think, from what I've seen, that they made the right call, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is... I don't agree with the officer's actions. I think that this is probably, you know, not the right thing to do. It's definitely not the right thing to do in the situation, but... Um, I can kind of have some sympathy because, I mean, you know, if you're struggling against someone that does have a gun on them and you feel them jostling around, you might fear for your life. You might shoot them. Um, but, you know, these are cops. They're supposed to be trained for these kind of situations, and I think they acted way prematurely uh, to just, you know, to have a guy tackle to the ground and shoot him four or five times. That's my take. I mean, but it's another it's another example here in America of a controversy <coughs> where fucking mandatory body cams on cops would probably clear the whole fucking thing up. <coughs> um, we so definitely we don't have, have a better vantage point. 
Yeah, we don't have to rely on shitty fucking uh, cell phone video from halfway across a parking lot, half obscured by a fucking vehicle. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what you can see in this video, I haven't actually seen the other vantage point. I've only seen this video. And it, it two cops tackling a dude um, and shooting him while he's down and prone on the ground uh, doesn't look good, <laughs> really. It's hard, to, it's hard to dress that one up. <coughs> A lot of people are defending the cops online. Oh, of course. That, that's always to be expected. Um, I mean, all but usually, like, 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 the one I didn't really see anyone defending was when they shot the guy in the back, and there was a video of that. That was kind of like, well, he shouldn't have been running, but it's like, come on, really? <laughs> a lot of people are saying, well, this guy, uh, I, did, I guess they're saying he molested a kid once or something. He had a conviction of some sort of, like... like sex crime. Yeah. Well, so a lot of people are saying, well, he, was, he wasn't a saint. He had yeah. a sex crime, so, you know... He was he did something bad so he deserved death later on. Okay, that's that's pretty fucking faulty logic. The the information I saw on it is that he had two prior convictions and he had the gun illegally. So that would make I I can see why he'd try and fight because that's a third strike and you get life, isn't it? <coughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So uh, it depends I, on I, the state. I don't know, I don't know if Louisiana has the three strikes thing, but... Yeah, it depends on the state you're in. But yeah, usually if you have prior felonies, that will be a longer sentence. Yeah. So, you know, it could well be that he was trying to get away from a particularly long time in jail or something like that. But I, it does look like the cop was a bit too hasty there, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. It, it didn't look like he was presenting any kind of threat to them, even though he had a gun on him. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like uh, like I said, if you watch the, the video from the other angle, it really does not look like this guy ever reached for his gun. Uh, but I mean, I can understand the height, the cops being on heightened alert when they, when someone says he has a gun, especially if you don't necessarily know in the moment what he's doing when he moves. But, uh, I definitely think the cops, uh, are wrong, but, um, the cops, the cops in Louisiana carry tasers mandatorily or no, I'm pretty sure they, they do. do. They do. Isn't that kind of what, the, the, <coughs> what they're for? Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy's prone on the ground. You're afraid he might reach for a fucking gun, so you tase him, right? I mean, they had his hands pretty well um, locked up. I mean, they weren't cuffed. I mean, but... it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot easier to understand if it was one cop and they were struggling, and it's like he's got a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when there's two yeah, there yeah. grabbing him, then it's kind of like, well, is that really the first reaction? And the cop unholsters his weapon and he points the gun at the guy's head or chest. There it looks like. Been, I mean, there could have been miscommunication too, because I don't know True. which. I don't know what cop shot him. A, a cop might have panicked hearing the words gun gun and thought like oh he's he's reached for a gun because he didn't say yeah. there's a gun in his pocket he's just out shouted gun I, maybe the other cop is like oh shit i better shoot him before he shoots me i was um, gonna say something like that actually say it sounded like a bit of a dog whistle phrase didn't it right like, <coughs> you've got a specific way to react when i shout gun. and yeah i mean you know it, it so, seemed that uh, it just wasn't really very necessary I'm not one. I mean, I'm not going to 100% condemn uh, these cops because of that, yeah. but uh, I definitely think they made the bad decision. I don't think they have the temperament to be cops, but unfortunately, in America, probably nothing bad will happen to them. They'll probably just be back on duty <coughs> at some point in the near future. Yeah, um, I think maybe not actually, because Louisiana be. Louisiana actually has a pretty good track record of um, of prosecuting uh, they, bad cops. Will they be suspended with pay? Uh, they already have, but I'm yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure they, yeah, probably, they probably are already suspended with pay. Uh, <laughs> cops don't tend to get suspended without pay. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just like a paid vacation. 
You shot someone. Well, you don't have to work, but you still get money. That's more like due process because they have unions. So it's like, why well, I've not I've not been found of actually doing anything wrong at this point. So why am I being docked pay? Yeah. So. But, All right. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, oh God. Yeah. We don't usually believe in trigger warnings, but for Hillary, yes, we do. You can definitely make an exception. So here's contradictions between um, things Hillary, Hillary Clinton and James. Is it James Corney? I think it's Comey. 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 It's Comey. James Comey uh, have said regarding the email scandal. Yeah. I did not email any <laughs> um, classified material oh, to you're such anyone. A liar. There is no classified material. Liar. One hundred and ten emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information. <laughs> there it is right there. This, this is fucking Bosnia all over again, isn't it? Where see, yeah. see, she was saying, oh, we I arrived under sniper fire. Yeah. Came in under it, fire. It, it was in a CNN interview. And CNN were like, no, we were filming you while you were there. You yeah. know, signing autographs. We know you were. <laughs> we're the fucking people you were fucking well by no I, I, well you know it wasn't right away it was like a couple minutes later they started firing <laughs> it's amazing i have you guys stopped you filming by then yeah, yeah whatever at the time they were sent or received i provided all my emails that could possibly be work related several thousand work related emails that were not among the group of 30,000 emails returned by Secretary Clinton. I thought using Oops. one device would be simpler. She also used numerous mobile devices. <laughs> she said, dude, lie upon that, lie upon that, lie. This is what I told you, TJ. Lie. I knew something was going to happen. It's like Hillary pretty much flouted the rules, broke the law, but guess what? No charges. No, 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 no. You have this all wrong. This guy is just a massive sexist, okay? Oh. He's, he just hates women. You know how he just no he's he's lying he's the one lying because he hates Hillary because she's a woman. He's a piece of shit. I'm sorry, you're totally right. Well, Fuck you, James Comey, you sexist. Yeah, you I wonder asshole, how, James Comey. I wonder how many times we'll actually hear that like Trump <laughs> is a sexist in the debates. Uh, how many times will Hillary play oh, that bunch. card? Oh, a bunch. Oh, a bunch. Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. gonna be. She's gonna be like a parrot on his shoulder, just being like. <laughs> You're a sexist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, my favorite part about all of this is this kind of blatant, verifiable dishonesty, and she's still going to be present. Like, she's still <laughs> oh, yeah. going to win. Well, America, no, American was, people are proud, was, honestly. They're like, you know what? That bitch is good at lying. That's the kind of president how, we need. How the fuck? I mean, like, the, I saw people on Twitter, like, retweeting this thing from, like, this guy was saying, you know, oh, my, my friends are from the USSR, and they're like, you really think the ex-president's wife's going to get indicted? And it's just like, man, I guess not. You know, fucking... But, but think about the Jesus. media spin. The media spin was, Hillary's not going to be indicted. No one actually... Nowadays, people just read headlines. Oh, she's not going to be indicted. She's innocent. They, they don't go and watch this press conference where it's like, Hillary lied, Hillary lied, Hillary lied, Hillary lied. Well, they just ignore it. You know, even if they yeah. have seen it. Any, anybody else but Hillary would have been prosecuted yeah. for these crimes. To send oh, yeah. and to read email. There were no security breaches. It is possible Shit. that hostile actors gained access to Secretary Clinton's personal email account. It was my practice uh, to communicate with State Department and other government officials on their .gov accounts. That hostile actors gained access to the private commercial email accounts 
of people with whom Secretary Clinton was in regular contact from her personal account. Um, no Nate. doubt that we've done exactly what we should have done. They were extremely careless <laughs> in their handling of their... Whoever, whoever, whoever picked the backing music track to this video is a fucking genius. Yeah, I, I concur. This music is, uh, it totally sets the mood of this beautifully. Very sensitive, highly classified <coughs> information. People will be able to judge for themselves. We cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. To be clear, this is not to suggest that in similar circumstances, a person who engaged in this activity would face no consequences. Americans will... So he just admitted that if someone else did it, they might have consequences? Yeah, the consequence for her is, you get to be the Democratic nominee! <laughs> I mean, it's a moot point. I mean, even if something were to happen, it's pretty clear Obama would just pardon her anyways. It's, a, it's like, there's really no point in charging her. Yeah, he probably would pardon her. Yeah. Almost certainly. He would just be like, this is a Republican witch hunt, pardon. Find that to... Uh you know, interesting, and I look forward to having a discussion about that. No, you don't. When she's in the White look House, she's going to send smile. all the correspondence via <laughs> yeah, carrier dude. pigeon. Yeah, look, look at that Look smile. at this. Look at that little fucking smile. The little yeah. lion <laughs> smirk. Nailed it. I've got a Food all these bullshit. suckers. Fuck you. What I'm a shit-eating grin. I can do what the fuck yeah. I want. Uh, just a proud shit-eating grin, too. Oh, Blatantly yeah. proud. Hell, man. She looks like the Grinch after she just fucking stole Christmas, you know? Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She does. <laughs> Jesus, she's horrible, isn't she? Just Yeah, oh. she's a wretched she's a wretched lizard person. That's why we have a trigger warning before we play her. David Icke was right, yeah. Yeah, she, he he was. This is, you know, I didn't believe the conspiracy until I saw Hillary and then I was like, you know what? That Good crazy point. fucker's got a point. <laughs> Reptilians are among us, at least one. Yeah. At least one. It's funny because I have a um, I have a fucking lizard. Uh, it's a bearded dragon, and oh. it looks exactly like fucking Hillary Clinton. It really does. Every time I post a picture of that lizard, people are like it's Hillary. Should have named I should have named her Hillary. You should have. Should have. Hindsight's twenty twenty. It's like I could seven. I could rename her. It's not like the lizard comes to its name or something. Have you read any of her emails? Uh, you know I tried, but they were just boring. I'm waiting they for were, someone to they... just. I'm waiting for someone to just take the juicy ones and uh, put them yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no. This um, this chap called Nicholas Goroff did uh, did exactly that. Sweet. And oh wow. He, he he went through and um, basically she sounds like Machiavelli's wet dream. She's. I mean, she's talking about you know overthrowing Syria would be good for Israel. So like, yeah, but you're talking about putting a country of millions of people that's already massively <laughs> disabled into a worse position than it's already in, Hillary. You fucking monster! You know, she, I don't care if that people. She's uh, she said before that she views like the world as a chessboard, you know. So like that's just if we gotta sacrifice a few pawns every now and then to get the checkmate, that's what we gotta do. <laughs> yeah, she's you know, it's like Bismarck, doesn't she? <sighs> <laughs> You're so wretched. Oh, this man. is great. Yeah, um, there's also something that we're gonna do on the next private show. You guys really need to sign up for it. Um, on Patreon, uh, we're gonna read uh, some weird shit that TJ wrote online when he was a teenager.
Just want to oh, give you guys. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Just want to give you guys uh, just a cringy taste of it. Uh, Terosia teaches the stupid. Lesson one: How to avoid human contact by being an asshole. <laughs> I am vulgar. I think bad thoughts, and more often than not, I shit them forth from my mouth <laughs> with all the enthusiasm of an overpaid whore on ecstasy. What's worse, I usually say them in a mixed company. Oh, when speaking with one f with fragile ears and a frail mind in between them. <laughs> Jaws drop and gasps resound. Did he really just say what I think he did? You're damn right he did. <laughs> You're damn right! You know what? He enjoyed it too. It's how I maintain my sanity. <clears throat> and now, with my help, you two can improve the quality of your life by being a dirty, foul mouth bastard. Alright, uh, I mean, there's there's way more where that came from. So go to our Patreon, sign up for the private show. The internet, watch. The internet was a different time. The I internet was, I was writing for a different audience. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. The internet was way edgier back then. Yeah, that's way what I'm saying. Edgier. Like, it was it was more permissible to be a crazy edgelord back in those days. Uh -huh. yeah. You yeah. know? You gotta tone down it, because now people just say, like, edgy much? Ooh. So, you know. You were lame then, too. Whatever. That was, Fuck that's you. so lame. Yeah. That was cool at the time. It's that like, was cool then! It's like pointing out how someone dressed in the 80s and being like, that sucks. Well, it was cool then. Fuck you. That's all you oh, got, man, TJ. Oh, man, gonna tell you how it was. God. <laughs> Let me get off my damn lawn, you fucking kids! All right, uh, we're gonna play another video here. Uh, this is kind of interesting. This actually happened uh, relatively close to where we live. Um, this is a a Muslim that was tackled by the police uh, uh, because they believed he may be part of ISIS. ISIS. So here's a story about that. Breaking news at this hour, Avon's mayor and police chief apologizing to a Muslim man wrongfully accused of supporting ISIS. Only our camera rolled for the unusual meeting tonight, and it happened within the hour. Our Derek Waller was the only reporter at that meeting, and Derek, what prompted all of this? Tracy, Avon Mayor Brian Jensen organized this late Saturday peace meeting here in Cleveland. It comes three days after officers handcuffed and detained a man and called 911 claiming he was pledging allegiance to ISIS. So it skipped a little bit there, but they said that a woman working at this place heard him talking on the phone, and she said that he was pledging allegiance to ISIS. Well, he could have been a terrorist on, then. On the phone. I don't even know. Uh, is that a crime? you damn right, Lou. I don't really... Who would like who would stand out in the fucking fucking public and pledge allegiance to ISIS on their phone? <laughs> a anyway? terrorist, Paul. A terrorist. Did he make like? He's like, excuse me, ma'am. Can I use your phone? All right, I just need to call ISIS real quick. <laughs> beep 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 boop. Uh, yeah, I just want to let you know, ISIS. Is this ISIS? <laughs> I pledge allegiance. Uh, to I just want to let you know, I pledge allegiance to you. Yeah, to you. Uh, hold on, the the hotel lady's acting a little weird. Uh, calm down, ma'am. Yeah, I uh, yeah, allegiance. Me personally, yeah. It's like, what does it make sense? But also, is that a crime? Is it a crime to pledge allegiance to ISIS? You're damn right it is. I mean, it doesn't seem like that alone is a crime. I think I think if you pledge allegiance to ISIS, you should be investigated. Sure. Um, but, like, arrested right there? I don't, I don't know. know. Seems kind of weird. But he didn't pledge allegiance to ISIS anyway, so whatever. That meeting taking place tonight at the Cleveland office of the Council on American-Islamic <coughs> Relations. Avon's <coughs> law director, police chief, and mayor sitting down face-to-face <coughs> -face with the man. Ahmed Amanali was pushed to the ground and handcuffed 
announced on Wednesday outside the Fairfield Inn and Suites in Avon. That after the sister of a hotel clerk called 911, claiming she heard him <laughs> pledging his allegiance to ISIS on the phone. Police quickly figured out that never happened. They released him, but not oh, before he fainted. He had to go to the hospital. With he fainted. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, why is he wearing all that desert shit? He ain't in the desert anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's what in Ohio. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand it's your culture and shit, but, like, the reason you wore those clothes is because they're good for, like, the desert. You ain't in the desert no more, so... Kind of just looks like a costume now. <laughs> he looks, yeah, it looks like the uh, like like he should be walking to the ring with the Iron Sheik or something like that. It's like kind of like if I just walk around dressed as a cowboy, you know. <laughs> just people, looks, do hey, people do that. People though. do I that know, in but like it, uh, in the Southwest. It just looks you like see a, that everywhere. It looks like a fucking costume though. And this this he, yeah, he looks like he should be entering like a wrestling culture, ring. DJ, don't take it away from them, Jesus. Well, whatever. That's all they've got. Has okay. the dipshit that, that called in the false tip that he was pledging allegiance to ISIS on the phone in the lobby of a hotel been charged with any kind of waste of funds or false 911? I, I mean, I, mean I, I think the cops probably reacted. And, I, I mean, maybe they should have came up and talked to him. I don't know if they should have, like, immediately uh, tackled him. I think they should have investigated what yeah. was going on. Like, so someone said this, like, nope, I didn't do it. Is there any evidence he I did? Mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, your cops do seem a little bit trigger happy, don't they? They are, oh, man. Yeah. They really are. They're they're really touchy motherfuckers over here. Yeah, I I mean I've seen like videos of um, uh, police being trained and stuff like that. Yeah. And I always kind of wonder. Uh, nothing I've seen has been that bad, but I do kind of wonder if it's not like making them a bit more afraid of their job than they need to it be. It is because we, we played a video on here. Uh, you ever seen these sovereign citizen assholes? Uh, you know, these guys, uh, I've like, I've never seen they basically, they, basically they, they get pulled over and shit, and they're like, I don't acknowledge the authority of the U.S. government, and then they usually cite some <laughs> archaic law or some shit. I am the say, living man. I'm a sovereign <laughs> citizen. I'm not under the jurisdiction of the federal government and all this shit. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know they're, they're like kind of just like a nuisance, but we watched a training video for cops how to deal with them, and it was making them seem like they were like a deadly, grave threat, like they could shoot you at any time, and they're just ready to kill you. So, I mean, it was almost like putting too much fear into the cops, like, be afraid of these people, because they're crazy. But most, 99% of those people are fucking just, you know, whatever. They're just going to fucking sit there and be Am like, I'm free to go? Citizen. Am I free to go? Am I being, Am I being detained? detained? <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly, though, I think a lot of it's kind of um, instilling a sort of sense of authoritarianism on purpose. You know? Yeah, if, for sure. If you make them afraid, then you make it so that they feel they have to control absolutely every little thing. Because I'll tell you what, I watch American cops approach people, and I, I just, I'm scared watching it. Not <laughs> just, for, you know, for, I'm not, not scared for the cops, I'm just worried, I'm just counting the minutes until they start pulling a gun. Because, I mean, like, police in, like, Europe don't approach things like this, you know? You no. Don't, if you don't go with an instantly confrontational attitude, then you get a better response from yeah. whoever you're talking to, even if you have to arrest them. Yeah, you when know? we were uh, when we were in L London, I saw a woman just going crazy outside of a hostel, and the police were talking to her. And if it would have been in the United States, they would have like after about ten minutes, they probably would have arrested her. Yeah, but they talked to this woman for like an hour almost. It was crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe yeah, it. I'm glad they didn't just shoot her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there's yeah, for uh, sure. there's definitely some good cops in America too, but sure, uh, of course, uh, you know. Yeah, of course. 
There just seems yeah. to be a lot of these guys that just view confrontation as like the first shoot first, ask questions yeah, like, later. That just seems yeah. that, that seems to be perme that seems to permeate through like a lot of aspects of American culture, though. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a cultural thing rather than anything else. But it's I think it's probably heightened <laughs> in these seminars that they have. And you know, I, I think there's probably a culture of like, well, you've got to keep yourself alive first. And it's like, well, you, you do. Yeah. But that that doesn't mean you know you view everything as potentially life threatening. You, you know, it's not everything is. And don't worry, I'm not trying to say that it's not a dangerous job. Because it obviously is. You know, I'm sure it's a very difficult job. But there's definitely a, like the immediate approach is to become confrontational, and you know to dominate the person. Everyone is going to resist that. You know, everyone wants to resist that. That's a terrible way of approaching anything. You know, if you just approach it saying, hello, yes, can we can we speak to you, please, you know? And uh, No, that doesn't just, happen. Yeah. There's yeah, no please you, in, in American policing. Like, yeah, it's, it's you, immediately, like, they want to establish that they are in charge of you. Like, yeah. no matter what you've done, speeding ticket, throwing a fucking cigarette butt out the, out the window on the freeway or some shit. You are in their fucking jurisdiction. You are under their care. Oh, yeah, Paul, fucking... Paul, when they see you, they just start pissing on your car. Like, whose car is this? Zip, they just fucking zip their pants. That's our pissing all over it. It's our car, Paul. They own it, bitch. <laughs> you know, whatever. There, there is that like kind of attitude that comes across, even if they don't obviously go very far with it. You, you do get the impression that they're very much ready to escalate it if you escalate it and that's immediately oh yeah, yeah i mean and that just I, it, there just seems to be a tension whenever i see american cops doing anything and it's it just that doesn't really seem to be there for other in in all countries. fairness though they do have to deal with crazy ass american citizens too all the time because our citizens are we have some pretty crazy motherfuckers over here in general too so yeah know. i've noticed it. but but i mean I think a lot of them would be less crazy if you just approached it in less in a less confrontational way. That's I definitely opinion. I definitely agree with you. Um, let's take a look at a different story. All right, let's take a look. Okay, we'll play one of these silly uh, right wing videos. Let's see. Uh, you know, a lot of people have told me like. You know, you shouldn't have Sargon on because he's like a crazy right winger now. Yeah, what? yeah. I've yet, I've yet to see that from him. He's yet to say uh, anything no, to I'm me that's me. like, oh my god. He's, he's waiting. He's like yeah. Rush Limbaugh now. <laughs> what, what annoys me though is that a lot of people on the left kind of ignore the consequences of personal agency, and that's <coughs> something that I think it's it's silly. And a lot of people on the right. Ignore the consequences of systems. You know? <coughs> You're and right. I think you've got to take both into account. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's another, sometimes it's both, and you have to just be rational about it. You know? Ugh, nuance. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Why did I even think that was possible? Nuance is bullshit. It's either black or it's white. Nu damn it. Nuance <laughs> faggots. God. All right, let's. I want uh, my news in four words or less. Yeah. If you can't fit it in a tweet, it don't fit in my damn brain. <laughs> you know, I saw a video earlier about millennials, right? And um, the uh, the guy was uh, talking about this um, professor who has has identified a correlation between uh, nursing homes and uh, nursery, uh, sorry, nurseries, sorry, for kids, while the parents are out working, and an increase in bad behavior and antisocial behavior and and sort of like a more sort of self-centered narcissistic worldview, mm -hmm. and 
I mean, it really does sound like a convincing argument, you know? These kids are apparently... Because if you're in a daycare, I mean, like, you don't have, like, one parent looking after one or two kids and caring for them. You've got, like, one substitute who's looking after, like, six or seven. And, you know, they don't, they don't care. They're just making sure none of them get hurt, you know? And it's like, Christ, maybe, maybe like, maybe the, the SJWs are actually a consequence of, like, well, basically the corporatization of society. Maybe they're inevitable. Hmm. Interesting social yeah, theory. It is. I would like to see more data on that. Yeah, but that, that, that means, like, you know, we're going to have to, like, seriously consider, like, what happens. Because, I mean, if this is the case, and I don't know that it is, it might not be, but if this is the case, like, I mean, in it, it, nothing's changing. You know, nothing's, you know, be, more, this is happening more and more and more. So, you know, the current generation of annoying whiny brats that we have to deal with now, running around screaming about white male privilege, it just means they're going to get more annoying and more whiny as the generations go on. Cool. I can't wait. terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> like, I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're an old man, they're going to hate you. They're probably, they're probably <coughs> like, look, you don't get to vote. You don't get to speak because you're a fucking old white man. Man, that's... The, and, and literally all the politicians will think that. You know? I, I would be more afraid of it if I could even conceive of a generation more whiny and self-entitled than this one. Like I can't I even. I'd see the generation. In I my can. Brain. I can think of a. I can think of a whinier, more self-entitled generation. But it would be basically what I'm imagining is not even human anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a crazy, super autistic Star Trek race that they have to deal with, and you know everyone hates them, but <laughs> they're trying to get <laughs> super autistic. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> that's kind of how they'd be. I mean, like, imagine getting more sensitive and narcissistic than we're seeing at the moment. I mean, <sighs> every I single person has their own personal pronouns you have to use. Yeah. They probably walk around with name badges or something, you know, with the information. This is how you will address me, written on it, or something Fuck like that. Fuck that. You got like an orientation thing, like, welcome to meeting TJ. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but that, that's what their fucking Facebook profile is going to be, basically. And but I mean, Demolition Man, you guys have seen that, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I love Demolition actually, Man. Like, walking into the SJW style, like, that, that's where they're pushing it. <clears> and it's <throat> actually becoming real. I mean, like, how many people get arrested for things they say on social media? It's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's just insane. And then, I mean, how, is, how are people not reminded of dude swearing and then getting fined instantly? You know, it's worse. You don't even just get fucking fined. You get, you know, there are actually people in jail over things they said on Facebook. Oh yeah, it's, it's crazy. And that's mainly in this country that this is happening, yeah. which is the real problem. I fucking I hate these fucking laws that we the, the sort of internet hate speech laws. It's like, if, you guys have if, some if, weird if, porn laws over there too. Yeah, yeah, oh, it man. makes you more free. But, Man, no, nobody fucking nobody paid attention when the conservatives decided. You know, we're going to just ban all these sex acts from being made. And what, like, what, like face sitting and stuff? It's yeah, like, no anal sex, no spanking. Yeah, well, it's like what? Yeah, it's, it's just weirdly prohibitive. It's like, wh why? Why do you want this? Who, who the fuck is even making these rules? These are nice new moral arbiters. Yeah, exactly. What, what is, what is British porn like now? Is it just like? Two, like one man and one woman with a blanket draped over their torsos having very slow, dispassionate missionary sex. I have no like, idea because obviously everyone watches foreign porn now. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, sure. We are doing this merely for procreation. 
<laughs> I don't think they're quite Amish, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just I just don't like the fact that they thought that they had the moral authority to do it. You know, there's there's no justification given for any. It's not like they're like, oh yeah, well this is proved this is harmful, or something. and even if it is, fuck off. You know, it's their fucking choice that they want to do something harmful with their anuses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's TJ's choice. I mean, TJ's made that choice many yeah. times. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cretinous <laughs> damn weasels. Yeah, fuck you, TJ. Yeah, there's nothing harmful about that. All right, let's play something. <laughs> Doesn't do any laughing. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe, right. maybe it's harmful to his reputation, though. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, let, let's I read another it. excerpt. No. Oh, okay. Let's not do that. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to save it for the private show. Yeah. Uh. It's going to be beautiful. Yep. The cringe factor. <laughs> Bring in the cringe, TJ. All right. David Barton again claims the due process clauses came out of the Bible. Ugh. So the Bible is what inspired due process. <laughs> okay. Neat. And as you get specifically into the Constitution, some really interesting things. Article 2 of the Constitution says that when a bill is passed in Congress, the president has 10 days to sign the bill. Oh. Sundays accepted. Now, why say Sundays are off limits? It, it doesn't count because that was the Christian Sabbath. As courts pointed out, said, look, Jewish folks have a Saturday Sabbath. Muslim folks have a Friday Sabbath. The only, Christ, the only Sunday Sabbath in the world is the Christian. Now, there are Christians who are Sabbatarians, but the only Sunday Sabbath is. And so the courts pointed out this is a direct recognition of Christianity in the Constitution. Then you have five oath clauses in the Constitution. And those five oath clauses, um, the Founding Fathers specifically wrote that an oath is an act of worship to God. Okay. That when you take an oath, there's no one but you and God. You take an oath. That's why you take an oath on the Bible and say, uh. so help me God. Mm -hmm. And so five oath clauses, <clears throat> that's real Christian stuff. Um, you go through like the Seventh Amendment to the Constitution. It deals with the common law. This guy knows that all the founding he fathers. He knows that oaths aren't a Christian invention, right? They are. Huh? When you take an oath, he, he, he when you take an oath, that's you and God. That's you and God. It's you and God. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, what if the God is like Marduk or something? Is it still no, Christian then? Or? No, it's God. It's only God. Zeus, we beseech you. Zeus is not involved. No, no other gods. There's no Belial or fucking any of that shit. Fucking. God, Yahweh. That's it. Oh, I, I love this. I love that logic of like only Sundays given off. That's an acknowledgement but, but to TJ, Christianity. Where do all rights come from? They come from God, buddy. Of course they do. So the Constitution was pretty much ergo was written by God. There you go. <laughs> Devin so why did God? Why did God choose this country <laughs> specifically to be like? All right, this is my country. Because we love. Because America loves God the most. This is the country I like. Fuck all these other countries. They get less rights and not as good rights. America, bless God. All the good rights get, you know, it's America. <coughs> Jefferson said Christianity is part of the common law. And Jefferson said, well, it is, but it wasn't. Uh, Jefferson also said we should rewrite so the Constitution like every 20 years. Text, but they looked at the common law, Seventh Amendment, said the whole basis is Christianity. Um, you go to the Fourth to the Eighth Amendment. Not to mention Jefferson was extremely critical of Christianity. Uh, he, all you have to do is read his letters. Um, he also wrote a Look Bible that removed Bible. all the miracles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mean, uh, Jefferson was not some big religious nut. He was. Christianity so much. All the founding fathers just loved Jesus. They just jerked off with the Bible every night. 
rights, and those are all the due process Bill of Rights stuff. That's why you get to confront your accuser. Mm -hmm. um, that's why you get to um, compel witnesses in your behalf. Mm -hmm. Every one of those came out of specific verses in the Bible. John 8, 12 is why you get That's to confront true. accusers. Uh, Matthew 18, 17 Thanks, is why you get to Bible. call witnesses in your behalf. Oh, excuse me, Proverbs 18, 17. And by the way. Thanks, Bible. Thank you. So no one could have thought of these rules unless the Bible had them. No one could have thought of the rule like, I should be able to face my accuser. What, fucking, what cherry picking shit? Like, I always love how like the Bible has a source for all this good shit. Then you put out any of the bad shit. It's like, well, that's, you don't understand. Or it's not, that's not what you're interpreting. Or you're, you're, or you're cherry picking. It's like, why is it only some of the book, which is good, is acceptable, and the rest is just fucking garbage? Oh, the part where they the, the fucking bear kills 20 kids for uh, them telling, you know, laughing at someone being bald. You know, slave obey your master. You know, Misogyny, all that's like, oh, you're, you just, you know, we don't understand that part. You're misinterpreting that. That ain't how that well, I love was. about all of this is no, none of this is original to the Bible. None of it, you know, all of it is directly copied from Mesopotamian fucking religious texts and oh, just course. replaced gods with God, basically. I mean, it's in some of it, it's really fucking obvious how much they've just literally just cut and paste the shit. You know, it's just like, God, and these, then you've got idiots like this guy going, oh, well, no, God said it. It's like, dude, the God who said it, you don't know the name of, you know, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. It's so many different religions you're pulling from right now. It, it pisses me off just hearing. You don't much. even need a you don't even need a religion to tell you that you should no, have the right to confront your user. I mean, that just of Human beings could get together and say, you know what, I think people should have the right to face their accuser because that's who ac who's accusing them, and that's, you know, they might yeah. be, you know, go to whatever, you know, so that's yeah, not know, a hard rule to come up with on our own. We don't need God to figure <laughs> it out. You need that book! You need the book! So silly. It's just the, the idea that this comes from the Bible. It's like, no, this doesn't come from the Bible, you fucking idiot. Jesus. We're going to take a uh, quick break. Yeah, for about a minute here. We're just going to be... Uh, yeah, we're going to take like a minute break here. Yeah, so we'll be right back in just a moment. Cool. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites. And now you can. I have a close friend who owns a small business, and he was looking for some good people to run his office. That's when I told him about ZipRecruiter.com, where you can post your job to over 100 of the top job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Yeah, and you can find candidates in any city, in any industry, nationwide. Just post once and you watch qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And you don't have to mess around with juggling emails or with uh, frequent calls to your office. You just quickly and easily screen your candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com forward slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com forward slash talent. One more time to try it free, go to ZipRecruiter.com forward slash talent. Did, did we mention ZipRecruiter.com forward slash talent? I think we did. Uh -huh. All yeah, right. we back, back now. We back. Not that we ever left because we were just having that very natural conversation yeah. about ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, time to move on to the crazy people. <laughs> what kind of situation we'll find ourselves in today? Paul. I think you're going to like this situation, Paul. The revenge of the manatee, Paul. Okay, oh, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this video, but we'll oh. play a little bit of it because I, I wanted Paul to comment. Oh, Paul, ha what are you oh bullshit, this video is gold. This is golden. Man. Yeah, All Ben, right. you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> we'll okay. See. We'll see. All right, it's, it's just because, like, Sargon will have no idea what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, no one ever knows what's going on when we play Brett Keen videos. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm not oh, going to yeah. play this. No. Ter terrible music, my brother made. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Look at him, he's it's like, the Bradster. yeah, the tough. It's the Bradster. Yeah, Brett, Brett Keen in the house. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to give Sargon the quick rundown? Like he's so the, epic. The abridged version? I, Brett, really Keen, there's, Brett Keen's a scumbag. There's not. There, it's impossible. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> Paul's eagle situation. So, uh, as you can see, Sargon, uh, this th that's actually Paul when he shaved his beard. And this guy right, is gonna okay. <laughs> this guy's gonna make Paul talk. Uh, he's doing an impression of Paul. It's it's okay. it's almost Paul. I wanted to point it's out. I wanted to point out that he gave you like a few fucked up teeth. Like it's an insult. Yeah. It's yeah, like Brett, you don't have any teeth. Even I if you know. give Paul, even if you give Paul like seven teeth, it's like it's um, still seven more. Not to mention Paul yeah. has all of his teeth. Look. Yeah, if there was just one yellow tooth <laughs> hanging out the front of my mouth, it would be one more fucking tooth than you've got. <laughs> Today I'm gonna do some predictions on my crystal ball about individuals. Um, I uh. see. Oh. I see that Brett King, sometime within a month, he's gonna upload a video, and it's gonna say God TV Radio on it. Situation. <laughs> I predict that he's gonna have gotcha, silver gray like hair in his video. <coughs> I can sense it. I love how his hair is silver gray like. Yeah. Like a, like also a, known like as a beautiful gray. cloud. Uh, it's no, not actually silver. a silvery cloud. Actually, it's 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 half silver and half shoe polished hair dye black. So the the spirits are telling me this. I just know. Um, Brett, the problem I, is, is that Paul has actually oh, made tons and tons and tons of predictions about behaviors you would do, like very specific things, not just like, Brett will be on a YouTube video, like, uh, how many hours will it take till Brett, you know, makes another attack video like this, and you'll be, he'll be right about what you've done. So it's not like this is just like some far-fetched shit that Paul's been pulling out of his ass. I still remember the time that Brett's made that 500th I'm leaving YouTube video, and we asked Paul, like, how long till he's back? And Paul said 48 hours, yep. and then 48 hours later, to the dot, Brett Keen uploaded his return. Yep. <laughs> I'm back. Second, I predict that Brett Keen is going to have some kind of rock and roll music playing. Perhaps in an intro. Oh my god, I don't, even know. I, I don't even know. 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 I don't even
I don't even I don't even know how to comment on this. I know that's what you're I was being, saying. You're being destroyed, Paul. Anyway, so this is Brett Keen's latest cringy piece of shit. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty terrible video. Uh, all right, I'm gonna move on because uh, this one I'm sure we can comment on a lot more. Um, this video is a video about creating and maintaining safe spaces. Neat. Oh, it's her. Hey guys, it's me, Seren, back with another video. It's going to be a video that has been highly, highly, highly requested. Um, and it's on creating and maintaining safe spaces. Uh, I've made videos in the past about the importance of safe spaces and the importance of having a place where you can go to clear your mind and kind of gather gather your strength and gather your wits about you and keep um, yourself kind of mentally strong. What's wrong with the room um, you're in now? Digital spaces as well as, you know, in, in real life, physical, tangible spaces. Um, Wait a minute. But a lot of people have if asked you, me. If you want to clear your mind and, and that shit, like, you don't go around a bunch of other people. You fucking go somewhere where you're solitary by yourself and you fucking like, I'm going to just sit here and think for a while. Or I'm just going to try to clear my mind of thoughts and meditate or whatever you're going to do. No, 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 no. That, she might end up breaking the conditioning if she does that. What she needs is more SJW clan thing. Who's, who's, um, who's stopping these people from creating safe spaces like places that are private where they can go and parrot their beliefs back and forth to each other like why is this which is why they have them well why is this such a hot topic then like why 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 are we talking about like if you want to if you want a place free from any critique put a password on it and only let people in that agree with you Uh, who's gonna stop they they need to use public spaces but create safe spaces within those public spaces Yes. Right, right. So your safe space has to extend out into public where I might be, and so you, now you get to regulate what I can say when I'm out on the sidewalk. Yes. That's the problem. Okay, got it. About how, like specifically, how do I create and make, how do I create these spaces? Like I've talked kind of about the importance of the spaces and how the spaces are yeah, necessary. They're not necessarily important. A lot important. of people have asked me, how do I go about creating these spaces? And once I have them, how do I maintain it, you know? So I'm going to read you some tweets, some initial um, tweets. Um, I think you're and also someone tweets. also reached out to me about this on Tumblr, and I want to read that as well. So somebody said, um, I was wondering if you could talk about how someone would go about creating and maintaining a safe space. You touched on the need for them, but keeping them up, especially in the openness of the internet, is difficult. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> You've already explained what you're going to say here. Why do we need a bunch of you reading a bunch of tweets and Tumblr shit about people requesting you make this? We've already got it. We got it. You know, they requested it. You're yeah, going to make it. It's been established. Can you just do that and skip this? So part? many people want this video. Okay, you're making it. There you go. I was wondering if you'd have tips based on experiences. Ten ways um, to build your safe space. And yeah, it can definitely be hard, especially on the internet. Especially when you have people that feel like they have the right to like bust up in um, your space. How is it hard to make a, a safe space on the internet? So if someone asked me something very similar on Tumblr. Um, hi, Seren. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd ever be interested in doing a YouTube... Yeah, I mean, couldn't you just make a private forum and block anyone you don't want in it? I yeah, mean, no, is that that but difficult? She, you don't understand. Her YouTube, her YouTube comments have to be a safe space, too. 
Yeah, so I, I got I got a I got a fucking plan for you. One step plan to creating a, sta- a safe space where you are free wow. from all critique. Step one, okay, and only one. Don't put your fucking uh, opinions out publicly if you don't want some critique. There it is. There wow, it is. Paul, You've got the offensive. ultimate fucking safe space, dude. The ultimate safe space. You'll never hear a negative thing about your opinion. Of course, a cis white male wants to stop freedom of speech. You're just brimming with privilege, Paul. Brimming with Check privilege. Check your privilege, Paul. Check. Privilege, Paul. Just privilege, Paul. Hashtag Paul privilege. Video on um, maintaining a level of mental and emotional emotional healthiness despite <laughs> your weakness. And I'm just trying to understand how to do the same. And I replied, oh, I was geez. like, I've gotten a bunch of... Rep- yeah. Oh, this is so... So invigorating. I just feel like the knowledge just being like just seeping into me. She's such a good teacher. How old is she? She's like seventeen or something. <laughs> you know, is she in her first year of gender <laughs> studies or something? I mean, God. Plus for a bit. Well, tell me about your safe space, space, love. Spaces, and I think your question is kind of safe space one hundred and one. Um. So. So let's start with creating safe spaces. How do you create a safe space? <sighs> My Magic. number one advice for creating safe spaces, that would be cool. and also this is also advice for maintaining them, is to disengage. You guys know I always <laughs> say disengage. I've been saying disengage for like a solid at least a Do year. Do not now. listen to anyone that does not disengage agree with you. Stop. <laughs> from emotionally draining people. Disengage from willfully ignorant people. Disengage, <laughs> disengage from everyone you disagree with on any level. Yeah, I like for that, any they, they always have a word like you just need to disengage from that those people. Disengage <laughs> from reality. People over there don't listen to them. It's just like oh my god. I love Ignore the irony our, cor- our current local space time reality. Dis- disengage from any kind of fact or verifiable evidence and just <laughs> exist in your little hug box. Ugh. <laughs> What if you don't want to be hugged, Paul? That's offensive. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Disengage from... What is the word I want? Intellectually lazy, which I've talked about in other videos. <laughs> people, you know, there are people out there. There are people out there that want to have real meaningful The, the SJW scholars. I was talking to a friend the other day about kind of the space that we have in the comment section of my videos. And there's a real dynamic there where you guys have really interesting provocative conversations which are heavily moderated obviously how can you have interesting provocative conversations when everyone just is forced to agree on every subject like i don't see how that's an interesting or provocative conversation where certain points of view are just like censored and you know like that that one's not that point of view is not allowed to exist here imagine if like your comment section was just like all paul that'd be the same thing all paul your parents. Yep, just par- just parroting just par- everything that you say. She whiz, TJ. And not everyone is trying to have that. Not everyone is trying to have a meaningful dialogue. Not everyone is trying to oh, have but you definitely conversations, are. especially on Real the conversations. There are a lot of people that, again, they're willfully ignorant. They're intellectually I'm lazy. willfully ignorant. They're in denial. They're delusional. They're trolling. They're cruel. Okay, trolling. She's got a lot of excuses, isn't she? Yeah, intellectually lazy, in denial, willfully ignorant. All of these things define modern SJW culture. Like, these are the things that I've come to associate with what you do in these safe spaces. 
Oh, Isn't yeah. that funny? Hurt you, and you don't have to entertain it. <laughs> I know this can be especially hard for women. Yeah, dude. Because a lot of women. It's like the annoying black girl calling the kettle black, dude. Are socialized in our society to kind of feel like we have to entertain people and we have to entertain conversation. God, I wish you would feel that way right now. I wish you felt some fucking desire to entertain me right now, <laughs> even to the slightest degree. Because that would make this so much more bearable if you cared about entertainment value whatsoever. Oh, dude, this is a total great. screenshot. Look at this. I, yeah, I, she, I, looks, she looks crazy. You know, I, I know that this Looks. has nothing to do with her argument, but if, you, if you're going to have that particular <clears throat> piercing, don't you think you'd, like, make sure it wasn't crooked before you started filming a video, like, so it doesn't look like you've got, like, a big chrome booger hang hanging? <laughs> uh, why are you trying to oppress her so much, Paul? And especially men, and we have to have these dialogues. She didn't get it for your benefit, Paul. Yeah, Paul. That's true. That's true. That's, what the that's fuck, for dude. her self-esteem. That's not for you to judge, Paul. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why she did the safe we space. Just like shoulder this this responsibility and this burden of engaging. This atlas people. holding up the you fucking sky. To. And again, like this is for everyone, not just women, but like especially like you don't have to, especially with people that are clearly, again, willfully ignorant, I feel like it's appropriate to only take that to a certain point and then let it go. Just like I said in my cutting off friends video, when I got into that cutting off friends, with dude. someone that used It's like, they're yeah, like the fucking Mormons at this off. point. Yeah, it's like, your friends don't disagree with your ideological positions, here's how to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. You get you yeah. some new friends, what agrees with me? It's like, what? I can't, I can't believe she needs a tutorial to use a block button, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's about establishing a safe space, guys. Come on. You want to guess how long this video is, Sargon? Probably about half an hour. Yep. Oh, it's 31 minutes and 24 I, I, I've seconds. I've seen plenty of her videos. She's nuts. She's, like, so deep into the SJW Kool-Aid. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's... She's just... There's no deprogramming this person... She's going to believe this crazy nonsense for the rest of her life. And it's just, just going to get crazier. It's, uh... Maybe you're wrong. Maybe it's called in... Sensei something. Maybe, right, in, maybe in two years she'll be doing, like, double anal penetration porn. <laughs> you don't know. You hope not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree. I think a lot of the people that are involved in this kind of movement are going to like get slapped in the face with the giant brick that is reality and end up probably looking back on this and 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 cringing the way I do when I look back at some of my old videos and shit. I'm sure a lot of people will, but I also think there will be a lot of people who don't and I think she'll be one of those people. Yeah, think, you may uh, be right there. Yeah, I but no, there will be there will be plenty of people who do that, you're right. But uh, I don't think friend. she's going to you know about, Damn, about rude, race, and you know it, the conversation reached a certain point where she was just like well was like i just don't understand why it's a big deal or something like that fine well i feel like you're not black so you're not going to understand so there's not, not even any point in furthering <laughs> this conversation and she got like oh so offended that i said that but like if you choose to engage in these conversations and these dialogues with these people, you can reach a point where you say enough that's like okay okay well it's very you're entitled to your wrong opinion, that's fine but 
You don't understand because you ain't black. <laughs> I love how, I mean, like, if you said to them, like, uh, anytime, like, you don't understand because you're not white, that would be, like, the most racist statement ever. Well, not only that, it's just a personal experience argument. It's like, oh, you don't understand my experience, so I'm right, you're wrong, that's it. Yeah. I mean, but that it's could not... be used, anybody could use that for anything. Like, you know, anyone could just be like, you don't know what it's like to be me, so fuck you. Well, yeah. No exactly. one can judge that's, that's me in any way, old, shape, old or form. So I think it's called standpoint theory. <laughs> I haven't looked into it too much, but um, apparently it's, it's the, the, this theory where the, the person, the victim of what's going on, has some sort of unique insight into something that nobody else can have. Um, it's obviously nonsense. I mean, if this is true, and I know I've said this before, but like, if this is true that there's this this great ocean of white people out there who you want to bring around to your way of thinking, how are you going to do that if you refuse to talk to them because they're white and can't understand your experience? Because like, she's how, more important than you are. Oh, got it. Okay, that, that's that her opinion. That doesn't that doesn't seem like a very good blueprint for the growth of a movement, though. Like, she deserves you, know, you to listen to her, even if she blocks you. Got it. Got it. Okay. I mean, look what's ha what's happened to so many of these skeptic conferences, where it's just like no one shows up anymore. It's like this is like oh, just yeah. been. It's like it's just like a fucking poison. Yeah, it's like, just like reason rally. Yeah, people yeah, don't show yeah, up because exactly. they're like, what the fuck? Good old good old Steve Shive sitting in a lawn, a lonely lawn chair by yeah. himself. Yeah. Poor old Steve. <laughs> oh yeah, good old Steve. Yeah, these people are fucking cancer. Time, which you're not entitled to is my time. And people aren't entitled to your time in real life. They're not entitled to your time on the internet. You taking your time out to talk to people, especially about something like what a race privilege. and have conversations, that's, that's, you're granting them the privilege of your conversation. They're okay, not okay, entitled hang on, to hang on, it. Hang on. Let's, let's, let's think about it. Okay, no one, is, no one feels privileged by it. I mean, I, I agree with the, the idea, like, you can manage your time how you want, yeah, sure, sure, but... It's not some great privilege to be able to talk. Well, to she's you. putting her opinion out there. It's not like you know people are just yeah, randomly that's, that's coming what to her. I was going to say she starts the conversation about race, and then someone's like, "Well, okay, well, let's discuss it." And then she's like, "No, you're not entitled to my time." So, like, well, shut your fucking mouth then. I mean, Jesus, why'd you start <laughs> talking? Fucking hell! And this is the this is the kind of solipsism of people like this, where they they literally think they're the center of the fucking universe. And <laughs> even though she started the conversation, she imposed on herself on someone else. It doesn't matter. They're not entitled to a moment of her fucking time. It's like, all right, then fuck off. You know, you don't want human interaction. I get it. Don't talk to me, for fuck's sake. You know, if you're not going to fucking at least engage, what's the fucking point? Well, it, it's a strange behavior. It's a strange behavior for somebody who doesn't want critique and, and human interaction uh, to, to put their fucking opinion out there. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why oh, make videos? This is like the Ten Commandments, Paul. It's just, it's told you and that's all. This isn't up for debate, Paul. I mean, basically, yeah, all, she, all she said is, is common sense. I, I don't know anybody that doesn't know that you're not beholden <laughs> to have a conversation with anybody at any time. Yeah. Like, what has she told us? <coughs> Nothing. She's told us that she's going to talk about something, and then she kind of trailed off into something totally different. And we're just still waiting for her to talk about the subject of the video. I think that's why her videos are 30 minutes. To disengage from them. And then, and that's actually the people that are actually trying to have conversations, but maybe they just are not ready or they're not in the right headspace, you know, whatever. 
headspace. For the people that are just straight up, again, racist, sexist, willfully ignorant, uh, living there, there in denial, delusional. I'm sure we're all of those in her mind. You know, intellectually lazy, don't want to think critically, don't want to think at all. They want to rely on stereotypes and the same old narrow-minded thinking. You don't even Tell have about to have white any again. type of interaction or conversations with those people because you're not going to change their minds. <laughs> A lot of the dialogues and the conversations that we have... She's I not going to change their minds because she's talking shit. You know, this is the thing. You, nothing you're saying stands up to scrutiny, which is why you don't change their fucking minds, woman. Well, Jeez. she's definitely she's definitely not going to change their minds because the instant you disagree with her, she disengages. Like, well, yeah, that's that's how that you change well. a mind. You don't change somebody's mind by going, "Well, you don't understand because you're white." Like, there's no there's no exchange of understanding in that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You're not entitled to that understanding, Paul. Yeah, we're going to disengage from Paul now. That Education. that understanding is a privilege. We're disengaging from you, Paul. You're intellectually lazy. You're delusional. You're racist. You're sexist. Mm -hmm. Adam, there's so many things wrong with you. Rest on this assumption that there's like some magic phrase where there's like some magic word and that when we say that magic key phrase, we're going to like magically unlock the fucking door. Magically, you say? Okay. And just change people's mind and just like open them up to the fact that, oh. That's not even how changing people's minds works. I've never heard of anyone just like it's being magical. Like, Here's my opinion. Oh, well, I changed my mind now that I've heard that. Like, usually, even if someone is going to change their mind, they're going to fucking it, it, it's going to they're going to marinate um, in what you said yeah. for a while. Wouldn't that be kind of scary if someone you just had one conversation? Like, no, I totally agree with you now. That's it. You know, I'm not going to research anything myself. I'm just going to go purely on what you've just said to me right now. Yeah. Systemic racism does exist. And black people have been discriminated against in this country, but like that's not gonna happen. You're not gonna change anyone's mind. That isn't. Yeah, you know how you actually change a mind? You change a mind by convincing the person that they came up with the mind change themselves. And the way that you do that is long dialogues and presentation of contradictory fact. That's how you change a mind. You don't change a mind by refusing to speak to a person. Well, if she ha the reason she knows she can't change anyone's mind is because what facts does she have? She's, there's no facts. She doesn't have some great, you know, wealth of facts she's going to fucking use against you. Like, all she's got is this bullshit about safe spaces and, oh, you know. Yeah, all she has is rhetoric. That. That's all she has. <clears throat> and she's, not, she's still not even gotten to the fucking point. Looking to have their mind changed that isn't already in the right headspace. Headspace, headspace, headspace. To have actual conversations, you're not going to hit on a magic button and stop them from thinking you're a nigger or a bitch or a cunt or anything. Well, else, how do you know you what know? they think? You're kind of presupposing a lot. You're kind of inserting your own feelings and oh, they you know they already hate you to begin with. <clears throat> they just think I'm a dumb nigger, bitch, cunt. That's all they think of me. Even if they don't say that, I know I can read in the subtext. I just know. Ironically, it's kind of what she thinks of them as well, isn't it? You know, they're, they're lazy, they're ill-informed on all this sort of nonsense. So yeah, well, but it's when, she's, when she stereotypes, it's cool, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's all it's, good. When, when she does it, it's okay. But when she imagines other people stereotyping her, that's when the line oh, is crossed. so offended. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Not even actually being stereotyped, just having people, like, she just assumes it. If she even assumes you're stereotyping her on some <laughs> subconscious level, it's like, fuck you. Someone in the chat said she farted. <laughs> she, 
She's just smelling. She looks like she's wafting it towards oh, her yeah, face, yeah, like, too. Like, mm, She's a fart connoisseur. The smell of my own farts. It sustains me. <laughs> Cat, Cat Black has a really great video on not reading comments. I'll link it in the description box. <laughs> Why do you, not have, you don't need a video on not reading comments. Just don't read this them. This is how you not read comments. <laughs> Disable comments on your videos. Everything, everything you need to know about the subject is right there in the title of the video. How not to read comments. <laughs> don't. The end. If you don't want to read the comments, don't read the fucking comments. Dude, I sent Paul this great comment on one of our videos where it's like, Make Paul the fourth host now! It's like, um, have you seen any of the DP videos in the last year? Because, uh, <laughs> hate to break it to you, but that already happened a while ago. Let's move on. Alright. Here's a strange video from Vegan Gains. It's called, I Became a Dog Once. Cool. Whoa, turning this down. Yeah, yeah, this is funny. Vegan Gains makes this the intro to his video. Fuck you, farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have another interesting mushroom trip experience to share with <laughs> Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Thank you all, and before I begin, I just want to add in a disclaimer that I don't necessarily think that these experiences really did actually happen in reality. I just don't think that just because whether or not these experiences were drug-induced, that it was all in my head, that I was just Holy imagining shit. It, it all. Hang on, hang on. Is this guy calling from, like, the, the scene of his latest hit and run or something? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? He looks like he's <coughs> murdering someone late at night. He just looks like a psycho. What? Oh, you just who, see a black man guy? out at night and just no, think he's a murderer. No, 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 huh? no, no. He has threatened to kill people. Ah, uh, that was that's actually irrelevant. That was a he joke. was fucking around. No, he wasn't. He was just joking. He came. Hold Look on. He came on. Face, he he came on our show. He came on our show and said he was a sociopath. He he was cured right, by mushrooms, dude. Yeah, but he's been cured since then. He took mushrooms and it cured his sociopathy. He's fine I'm now. I'm so glad he's taking psychedelics. <laughs> Me too. That doesn't devalue the actual experience, and mushrooms have really changed my life. And oh my god! I remember, I remember the last time that Vegan Gains had a mushroom trip story, and all we, all we, all we talked about was how long it took him to get to the fucking mushroom trip story. Like, why do we need a fucking three-minute disclaimer at the beginning of your mushroom trip? Just get to the good part profound experiences out of them and i think there's value in sharing these stories whether or not they're real whether or not they really did actually happen who cares so, just get to it with that said i guess i'll start off by telling you the dosage of mushrooms no no start off by telling us about your dog i was a dog experience 10 grams great and for those of you who don't know much about mushrooms that's a hell of a lot. Most cool. people Great. take maybe two, three grams. Oh man, you're so badass, dude! Yeah. I took way more than most people dude, I take. Dude. So much mushrooms, bro. And that's enough to get them a pretty intense experience where they can have an ego death. They can feel interconnected with everything. They might get some uh, post an hour. By the way, Paul, that is the name of my uh, rap against you. Ego death. Yes. Sweet. Vegans were against pet ownership <laughs> until that point. And uh, the best way I can describe it is we feel like we're really good to our pets. Uh, 
you know, we see horrible things happen to other animals in agriculture, on factory farms, and... Oh, my God. God, I'm... even your mushroom trip is some boring animal rights Yeah, shit. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> hold on. How many subscribers does Vegan Gains have? Quite a few. Yeah, and, and you know, when we had him on, he was actually kind of funny. He has, he has 228,000, and, like, last year he had under 100,000, like, this time last year. Yeah. So... Yeah. With riveting content like this, yeah. I can see why it keeps growing and growing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard to make a mushroom trip story this boring. It really yeah. is. It's Shouldn't like a challenge. Be melting at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's how it should have started. Like, dudes, I took mushrooms last night. I thought I was a fucking dog, dude. I was drinking out of the toilet and everything. I was just like, you know, it was crazy. And then I realized there was Clorox in there, and I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> It's like, get to the fucking story. We're like, oh my god, I could never do that to my dog. And, you know, you treat your dog uh, uh -huh. as well as you possibly can. I think most people really do try to be as good to their pets as they can. Yeah. No good in the house, food, oh shelter. My god. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm skipping it. Done. Damn it, Vegan Gains. Yep. Vegan Gains, you failed us, man. Go back to threatening to kill people, because uh, that's a lot more interesting. Yeah. If you, get, if you turn into a dog in an acid trip or whatever mushroom thing, then uh, it should be a dog that rips people's throats out or nope. something. You know, some crazy dog. some sort of bookie odds on this guy going on a spree killing? <laughs> uh, he, if anyone looks like it, man, he fucking hell. Oh man, he's, 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 a, he's, he's a soft, fuzzy guy deep down inside. Isn't he like, yeah, he's like, a, he's he's like a, a bodybuilder. He's a teddy bear. He's so nice. He would never hurt a fly. Yeah, he sure actually he's uh, taking any steroids, you know, to go with these mushrooms. <laughs> you know, I'm, he, sure, uh, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's not going to have some sort of chemical imbalance in his brain and go nuts. He'll be fine. He's Nothing be to worry his, about, guys. Don't worry. His grandfather had a heart attack right in front of him, and he he first he did call uh, an ambulance, but then he filmed it. Yeah. Well. In all, fairness, in all fairness. And then he wanted to post it on his channel to show people what happens if you eat animal products. Jesus uh, but it, yeah. yeah. I can see Scotty doing that. But yeah, I'm going to do that to you, TJ. Anyway, though, uh, he, has, he, has an, he had a good excuse for that, though. One time, his grandpa was kind of a dick to him. So. Totally justified. Oh, well, then fuck that grandpa, yeah. Uh, right, you know. <laughs> they didn't always get along 100%. Yeah. There was some tension between them. <laughs> like, just like me and you, TJ, so when you have your heart attack, and be like, this what happens when you act like TJ. Don't even call 911. This is what happens video when, that you way. Steal my, when you steal my fucking Oreos, TJ. <laughs> I told you to stop eating all my fucking Oreos, TJ. I did. I did. Dead. Now you're dead. Now you, you pay with your fucking life, TJ. Yeah, TJ. TJ, TJ, TJ. TJ. All right. So now we're going to move on to the stupid ad segment. Time for stupid commercials. We, we need a new, more epic uh, stupid ads intro. Because <laughs> this music, it sounds like something Steve Shives would use at the beginning of one of his videos. I don't know. It kind of uh, seems appropriate for stupid ads for some reason. We yeah. can do, it, it can be done better, TJ. Whatever. You're right. Steve Shives picks the worst music. He also picks the worst wife. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Wow. It's true. Yeah. Steve she Shives does is... seem unbearable, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Unbearable is like a polite way to describe her, dude. <laughs> well, I was trying to be polite, yeah. It's, uh, 
God, can, can you imagine being stuck in a I'd college? I'd rather fucking... I'd rather marry, like, a fucking flea-infested wolverine that wants nothing more than to claw my fucking face off. They'd probably be a more loving, tender relationship. Wait, are you sure you don't want 20 years of being told that every little thing you like about your life is sexist? Because I Yeah, mean, that, the wolverine would at like least rip my face thing. off and be done with it, you know? Yeah, you'd just be dead. Every time I'm watching... I wonder if Steve Shives, like... Like how most dudes like get up in the middle of the night and look at porn and jerk <laughs> off when their girlfriend or wife is asleep or something. Like he probably goes upstairs like real stealthily and like watches subversive movies and stuff like, you know, anything that exists. Like he watches Star Wars or something like, oh. yeah, yeah, male protag, white male protagonist. Huh. Oh, damn, he, he, distress. He has oh. to have like some Anita Sarkeesian shit queued up in case his wife wakes up. <clears throat> oh, just no, I'm catching up on the latest. Uh, feminist frequency videos, baby. You know, they just time really this. You know, I can watch them a hundred times. What's that? I'm, I really hope he does a review of Ghostbusters. Oh, God. It was the greatest the movie I've ever in seen in my life. Surpasses the original a hundredfold. Nah, the thing is, he's he's gonna know it's shit. You know, that's the point. Every, everyone's gonna, everyone already knows this is gonna be shit. He's <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah. know it's shit, but he's gonna want to defend it. And I wanna see the mental gymnastics he does. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. I think he's just going to respond by acting like it's great. Oh, this is such an inclusive Ghostbusters. At least he'll so be he'll like... He'll be turning those ratings off pretty fucking quickly. Oh, well, I mean, isn't that just par for the course? <laughs> anyway, stupid ads. Boom. Ads that are stupid. Oh, oh no. shit. We are you too stupid to use a glass? Damn it. He put it on the edge. Up. And he was like running. Dude. <laughs> Cup with a lid, dude! Know, oh my god! That's the fucking solution! Yeah, introducing the brand new cup with a lid! <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Why did no one ever think about- Oh wait, they did. Oh my god, it's amazing. Wow Cup. <laughs> the prestigious wow. Mom's Choice Award. It's the Mom's Choice present. Award, dude! This is the recipient of the prestigious Mom's Choice Award. Uh, $14.95. Is, is this basically a cup with a lid? That's, yes. all, that's all it is. That's all the fuck it is. <laughs> With Penn, 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 Penn technology. It's $9.99. $14.95. We always guess the price. Oh, it's but, easy, guys. But, but wait, there's more. Actually, wait. No, there's not beverage. more. Attach those spill-free lid, and they're off. Then yeah. you can drink anywhere along the rim, just like a regular cup. No more You can drink on Mars. Caps to worry about. Oh, man, Mars. those caps were so fucking annoying. Remember them caps? Look oh, at this man. shit. Look at this. How am I so- uh, what am I gonna do? Ah. Oh shit! Oh, so oh. inconvenient! Oh, you're gonna spill it no. everywhere! I've been drinking out of this cup the entire podcast, and I don't know how I haven't just dumped it all over my keyboard, man. Dude, it'd be so Crazy. fucking funny if you ended up spilling it <laughs> a second, dude. It would be. Honestly, in this <sighs> country, nobody really thinks to put cups- uh, lids on their cups because... I don't know. I guess British people got a bit more coordination than Americans. You guys are just barbaric. You gotta realize how often we're drunk. It seems like this is for kids, but uh, actually this look, is for alcoholics. This is BPA-free, guys. BPA-free. <coughs> virtually indestructible. And blocks dirt and debris. Oh, it's, it's virtually indestructible. <laughs> virtually. <laughs> virtually. Virtually, of course, <laughs> being an advertising word, meaning nothing. <laughs> yeah, meaning not, yeah.
from ever getting in. Use it to quench thirst on long trips or prevent embarrassing accidents. I'm pretty sure you use the liquid inside for that, actually. It's especially useful during the middle of the night. Perfect for kids of all ages. Twist and sip, and it won't ever drip. Plus, it's dishwasher safe. Dishwasher fucking safe? Oh shit, man! Your meteor, Scotty your, your are so passionate. No, I never looked. That's oh. a lie. Scotty looked. That's a lie, Ben. That's a lie. Oh yeah, you're a liar, Ben. Lion, Ben. All right, so Scotty has, uh, Scotty has the first one. I got it too. He said oh, it too. All right, I so Scotty it, and yeah. T. Paul, you didn't say shit, did you? I think Paul said fourteen ninety-five. God damn you! All right, Paul. so we'll try this one. This is called the Fun Loom. There's Me too. To do. Damn. Have no fear. Fun Loom is here. Have no fear. The original the Fun Loom. Yay! Station for your imagination. Fourteen ninety-five. I think we've seen this one before. Any. Have we? Pretty sure. I don't know. I don't remember. Who knows? I don't pay attention well enough. I. It's 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 deleted from my memory after we stopped so, watching it. You know what? I'm gonna go with fourteen ninety-five. Yeah, fourteen ninety-five. I can't even handle the song. Fourteen ninety-five. Let's skip to the end. Fun loom, fun loom. It's a piece of shit. Oh my god. Make a bunch of tacky garbage that no one will wear. Make a bunch of tacky garbage that you'll wear once and then forget oh, about. Damn. Yeah. Fourteen ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. This one's called. Uh, Fill N flavor. What? Fill N flavor? I don't okay. know. Okay. Do your homemade cakes look and taste the same? <gasps> Old fashioned. No filling. Boring and plain? Okay, I, uh, no. He's, no. He's talking about no, cake for no one's it's bored. Sugar. No one's fucking bored with cake. <laughs> oh, the premise of this is bullshit. <laughs> Are you sick of cakes? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you! Well, not anymore. Now there's the fantastic villain You ruined cake. Fuck you! Cake. They ruined it. They made they cake worse. They ruined cake. How is that you better? That looks awesome. It does not. <laughs> Sargon likes it. A big fucking wad of fucking <clears throat> random shit in the middle of the cake. I, I think this will be nine ninety nine. Fourteen ninety five. Oh, you're. Garbage. I'm saying nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen? Damn. Yeah. Paul, what do you think? And decorate. It's I'm going so low. Easy. I'm going nine, nine ninety nine. Oh yeah! Cake mix. <laughs> Sargon, are you gonna take a guess? Yeah, I reckon nineteen ninety nine. It looks, it looks oh. like a, a, an expensive bit of kit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it probably costs like ten cents. Yeah, this is some made in China shit. Yeah. Lock <laughs> on the magic center insert and place them in the oven. When done, remove the insert. This piece of shit's twenty filling, bucks. Then cover it with the base. All right. Amazing! A wonderful wow. cake with a delicious ice cream filling. Fillings inside. Optional special yeah, occasion yeah. dome pan. And watch this. Feel the magic that'll make your mouth quake. Go ahead. Serve this gelatin-filled cake for part inside out. Fill-in flavor is dishwasher safe and not a one and only fill-in flavor pan with center insert. Here we go. And our favorite. Oh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, bitches. Three for three at this point. Yeah. TJ looked. Yeah, oh TJ yeah. Looked. TJ I looked, it. dude. I knew it. Fuck, fuck you, you bitch. Shit. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that shit was twenty dollars. Fuck you, TJ. Fuck you. I'm gonna win that drinking contest. You fucking no, you fat ain't. tub of yeah, shit. Winning shit, bitch. You fat tub of shit. You're gonna lose like the bitch you are. I'm gonna win that five hundred dollars when fucking Hillary wins too, bitch. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary. Pay my money, TJ. Seventy nine percent chance. Pay the money.
Trump in house. Trump in White House. It's going to happen, Scotty. Give me the money, dude. Feel that shit. 500 bucks, TJ. Fuck off. Pay now. Pay in advance. TJ tried to bribe us to not read the shit that he wrote when he was a teenager. <laughs> he agreed to 50 bucks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's why he went, I eh. <laughs> I did not. He didn't. Because they fucking read it, those bastards. Yeah. Did you know egg whites have only 15 calories, are high in protein, Neat. and are virtually fat and cholesterol-free? But separating the egg yolk from the white oh, is a it's real a pain There's in got to be a better now, way! Introducing Easy Yolk, the world's easiest egg yolk separator. Incredible. Uh, it's... Um, you know, if that okay, actually, this has to be only 9 dollars If that actually works, it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would say... Whatever. I would say, uh, yeah, I'd say nine ninety nine for this $9 one. Nine ninety nine. Yep. yep. It's just a little fucking retarded. Fuck that. Nine ninety five. TJ. Fourteen ninety five. What? It's not fourteen. Nine ninety five. TJ. This is nine ninety nine. Nine ninety five. Whatever. We'll see. Easy Yolk separates the yolk in seconds, even directly from the frying pan, without leaving behind a big mess. We all know egg one yolk is removed the old fat, oh then just drop into a container and start making a delicious baked dessert with egg yeah, whites. Yeah. The Easy Yolk makes it easy to separate the whites from the yolks. Now you can order the Easy Yolk choice of bright. Oh, damn it! So, TJ, have you gotten them all? Yep, I got every one so wow. far. Four for four. Man, fuck this shit. TJ fucking cheated. I did not cheat. Yes, you did. I didn't even know. If you get one more, I'm going to punch ads. you in the face, TJ. Fuck you. Wow. We'll see. <laughs> fuck you, Scotty. I'm going to keep getting them right just TJ, to spite you. TJ also lost a weightlifting competition against Scotty. I did not. That I witnessed That was earlier. bullshit. You didn't even witness this, and it was I bullshit. Champion. All right, here's how this went down. <laughs> there's a fucking there's a fucking weight. It's 40 pounds. And Sky's like, can you curl that? I'm like, okay, I can do that. And I curled it. And I set it back down. Barely. It's like, and it's like, okay, can you do it? He's like, yeah. And he does it twice. And he's like, using like mostly just momentum. Oh, bullshit. No, it wasn't. Like no, it wasn't. That's a lie. And then he's like, I win. It wasn't even a contest. Okay, we're going to have a rematch then. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a rematch. It'd be the first match. No, I won the first time. Ben saw. Ben's yeah. a witness. Oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I won, dude. You're weak. All right. Uh, next one is called Perfect Wings. <laughs> what? How can you get mouth-watering chicken wings, but without turning and... Go to a restaurant. Yeah. Fuck making them yourself. <laughs> Burning or cooking it in all that oil, grease, and fat? It's easy. Just do what I what do. It, Hi, what? Mark Gill here with the Perfect Wing Rack. You're going to love... It's fried chicken. What the fuck do you mean? Get, uh, wonder, not all that grease. I wonder how many American kitchens are just filled to the brim with all this random crazy shit. Yeah. That has like one purpose and one purpose only. Like, <laughs> you know, like how often do you really sit around like, I'm going to make wings. Even if you have this thing, you're probably only going to make those fuckers like, I don't know, a couple times a year. Best. Yeah, how many times a week hands? do you have wings to justify this? But, um, guys, it's 2 o'clock here, so I'm going to have to go crash. Sure, right, sure. I'm thanks I'm for happy. joining us. Everybody no, check out... Everyone check out Sargon's channel. There's a link in the description, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank, Take care. Good night, man. Take go care, to man. bed, Sargon. You puss bag. Go sleepy. All right. So... Paul. Sargon thinks he can just walk out on our show. I'm gonna ruin you in this town. Uh, it's like 2 a.m. there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Sargon. Sargon. Sargon of fag cod. That wasn't very good. It was good. He, so, he lame, lame cod, whatever. You know, Sargon brought, uh, 
he brought in one of our largest live audiences ever. No, he didn't. You're a liar. 5,328 currently watching. Oh, in that case, I love Sargon. People love the Sargon, More Sargon. Subscribe to our channel if you're new here. Like this video. We got a few more minutes here. Probably like 10 more minutes. We're going to look at a few more ads and uh, guess prices. Now, some we have a lot more people watching now than the last time we talked about this. So really quick, we're just going to talk about our two fan meetups. We're having one in Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana, on July 30th. Bam. We already have uh, 50 RSVPs Please for RSVP that. for that if you all, plan on coming. All four of us will be there, as well as uh, Dusty Smith and some other people. I, Cult from, of Dusty. Yep. Yeah. From what I understand, uh, Vadim, creationist cat's... Um, human slave. Human slave. Is trying mate. to come. Yeah. yeah. He's got some kind of... He's going to come into you. Yeah. Right? Uh, he might come on here to talk about it, or or maybe CC might come on. To talk we'll about see. It. I don't know. Someone will will come. Maybe. All right. So uh, that one, and then we've got one other one that's happening a little bit before that. Uh, this is the Northern Midwest Toledo, Toledo, Ohio, uh, July seventeenth at nine p.m. We got one hundred and thirty-seven RSVPs. Man, there's links in the description for both meetups and uh, information about the locations and everything. Come on out. We're going to get trashed. And uh, I, from what I believe, you know, a lot of people don't like Egghead. Um, so uh, we're going to abuse Egghead. At the New Orleans one. At the New Orleans yeah, one. at the New Orleans one. We're going to abuse him. He's going to be hurt. He's going to be raped. There's going to be hookers and ice cream. He's going to fucking have his soul destroyed by us. It's going to be a beautiful thing. How much does this chicken wing bullshit cost? Uh, We'll see. Uh, $14.95. All right, $14.95. I'll go low. I'll go $9.99. Oh, damn, Paul. It's like one little piece. Uh, It's two. It's got a drip. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten. Ten. TJ My streak, streak ends. Your fucking streak ends, dude. I don't get to punch you in the face either. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody loses. Yeah, everyone did really lose this time. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, we can watch another one here. Let's see. This is uh, Wise Company Food Supply. Sounds like Asians named that one. You may not be a prepper now. <laughs> oh God. Whether the next disaster is man-made. I don't think or this is. Uh, I don't think this has a price at the moment. No, it's not going to. Nature, you need a plan. Wisefoodstorage.com's emergency gourmet meals we are don't made need in the emergency USA. Gourmet. gourmet. Come on. Prepare, just add water. This is right, disgusting shit. If there's an emergency, you don't really want gourmet food, and uh, not only that, that's not gourmet food. Gourmet food does not come in a bag that you pour hot water into. Right. <laughs> Just, you know, FYI. Packaged and proportioned perfectly, eliminating waste and creating a shelf life of up to 25 years. Why face your next emergency on an empty stomach? Request your oh. sample to... Oh, did you see those refried brain beans? Brains. Oh, Ben, you want that. Ben wants some brains. Ben, ben wants brains. I was holding back the vomit. Dude, Ben oh. almost puked. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, let's buy Ben some of these beans. Oh, dude, they oh, the pro- brains. They probably brains. look. They probably look so much worse. Oh, than dude, that yeah. Real life, I too. know. Oh, the, oh, you can request a sample, dude. Let's call up and request some of the beans for Ben. <coughs> uh, I do want to request. I'm going to put this out there right now. Um, I, I'm I'm going to put this up on the screen here. Uh, I just I, I want to put this out there right now to anyone who's watching. Just a request for a giant bag of fake spiders. Thank you. Please do it. No. <laughs> no, do it. no fake spiders. Giant bag of fake spiders, please. 
All right, uh, we're going to move on to the next video. This is uh, the, the tum tummy stuffer. The tummy snuff stuffer. <laughs> clean your room. What? Um, Honey, make sure your room is clean. Tummy stuffer. Oh my god, this is dumb. Here's a really big surprise. Tummy so just hide all the shit in a doll. Yeah. Throw all your shitty underwear and smelly socks <laughs> in a big ladybug doll. <laughs> oh man. Where I get one of these? Everything right before your eyes. A secret place to hide your stuff. They never seem to get enough. Yummy. Tummy stuffers just can't get enough of all the. Yeah, they just—it's like a black hole in there, you know. <laughs> it just fits infinite space. You could drive a fucking Buick into a tummy stuffer. <laughs> And it won't even it won't even make a dent, you know? It's crazy. Snacks on your floor or blankets and pillows. Tummy stuff more. Stuff for school. Hey, is that drool? No, it's a sock. Cool. No, it's not cool, damn it. That's no. not fucking cool. You don't know what cool is, tummystuffers.com. Buy tummystuffers.com. You're sick. And any kid who brings that to school is getting his ass kicked. Jesus. A baseball glove, uniform and hat, all sorts of things. Yummy. I thought he was gonna stuff the cat in there. Cat? Not yummy. Don't stuff cats in them. The cats don't like it. 1999. That was their little PSA in the middle of commercial. 1999. Kids, don't stuff your cat in there. Several cats have died in tummy stuffers. Belts and underwear, sweaters, hats all fit in there. Keep stuffing their bellies until it shows. Yummy. Give them tight suits. Yummy. <laughs> Until it shows. All these kids are going to grow up to have feeder fetishes, by the way. Yeah. $14.95. No, no more, than, more than that. This is going to be 20 bucks at least. I'm going with Ben. I'm thinking $14.95. Something like that. $19.99. You're wrong, Paul. It is. Are they going to give us the fucking price? Oh, come on. Give us the fucking price. Oh, no! Damn. 19 Bam! Holy shit. All right. What a, uh, what a fucking ripoff. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> they really are. I bet they're poorly sewn together, you know. You try to stuff them, they explode. My dog would fucking destroy one of these things. Just stuff her inside. <laughs> well, no, no, my, my big dog. Just stuff her inside. They fit infinite space. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's like a fucking universe <laughs> in each one. The next one's called the Go Pilot. And by the way, if you guys want to see us cover any stupid ads that you find, uh, primarily we want infomercials, because those are the best kind. So Yeah, something really dumb like that. Some product that doesn't even need to exist. Like the tummy the stuffer? Best. Yeah. So <laughs> well, here's obvi the no, obviously the tummy stuffer, I mean, that's... Oh, it should exist. Okay. Here's the Go Pilot. Whether you're in the fast lane or the slow, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Okay. Go Pilot. Okay, okay, you know what? what? So far, you've got me. So far, you've got me. Scotty, you need this. You've left yeah. the show like eight times. Damn, you're right. Yeah, you need one like right on the floor cool. next to where you're sitting. Pilot, the portable leak-proof odorless urinal for men and women, everyone in the family. It's easy to use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. 
Um, Dude, you so, got to be kidding me. So you could just whip your dick out while you're driving and just like piss right in. This is a bad idea written Hold all on. over it. Does this work for women too? Is there like a women attachment? They said it they does. They said it does. Because that, I don't, I don't think a woman could use that right there. No. They, they must have like a cupping. Yeah, kind they did. Of I one. saw it in the last oh, picture. Oh, okay. Even on the road. Perfect for long family See, that's the, that's the pussy one right there. Wheelchair and bed bound, as well as truck drivers and pilots. Available now at the Go. Wait, wait. You say pilots? Yeah. I don't want my pilot fucking around with some kind of urine nozzle when he's trying to fly the plane. I'd rather he go to the bathroom and let the co-pilot take over. Scotty, we should go back to our home base because this plane is obviously faulty. It was. Well, now that I know pilots are using this shit, I ain't never flying again. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gotta have, go back and regroup. Have man. fun driving to New Orleans. I will. <laughs> no, no yeah, way. Right. You're not going to do road it. Road trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scotty, we're going on a road trip. You're driving. <laughs> That's yeah, what do. I'm flying there, so fuck TJ. Yeah, I would not recommend that drive. Yeah, and I would also like it. if I were Scotty, I would accidentally take all the car keys with me. Up, oh, looks like you're walking, TJ. I'm going. Damn it! This thing is probably obscenely expensive. Yeah, probably fifty bucks or something. I, don't even, I, I doubt it'll even tell you, but when you gotta go, you gotta go. Go pilot. Oh. Let's look. Uh, let's look it up. Uh, I'll look it up right now. The Go Pilot. I'm thinking this thing's at least like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like, they don't show the price typically. It's like 50 or 60 well, bucks. Well, Paul, uh, you've made a lot of long drives recently. Wouldn't this been a convenient for you? There's different models that I'm fighting here. Um, Looks like most are around 30. Yeah, around 30, oh, 30. dollars. I see one that's like I 42. I've pissed in like uh, Gatorade bottles and shit driving oh, down yeah. the road before. Oh man, one time a lot my, cheaper. One time my friend and I were going to a concert where we had to drive a few hours to get to it. And I had to piss so bad about halfway through, but we were going to be late if we stopped. So uh, there was an empty Wendy's cup in the back of the van. So I, <laughs> I pissed in it, and it was a big, like a large Wendy's cup. And I filled it probably like 75% of the Damn. way. And there was this guy tailgating us, like like really riding our ass. And I took the, the Wendy's cup full of piss and threw it out the window, and it fucking uh. slammed right into his fucking windshield. <laughs> and piss just like flew everywhere. Oh, that's awesome. It was dude. beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a happy moment. Yeah. Well, my mom tells a story about going on a road trip when she was little, and her little brother got his dick stuck in a Coke bottle trying to piss in it because her dad didn't want to stop. And they had to break the Coke bottle and use Vaseline to get the remnants off of his dick. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Hey, Jeez. Paul, Paul, I'm... I feel, I feel kind of bad, but not really putting you on the spot while we're on the show. Yeah, uh, with this, but I really think at both of the meetups there should be a story time with Paul, a live oh, yeah. fucking story time with Paul. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> well, you know, I've got I've got the big blockbuster story that I've never told on the show. That's really? what I told in L.A. So, yeah. oh yeah, yep, yep, that's true. Tell it, tell that story. Nope. at the meetups. Not oh, the meetup. Yeah. Yes. So come to the fucking meetup. You're going to see a live Q&A. You're going to see a live story time with Paul. Um, and Possibly some other live, live stuff. drug use. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. All kinds of crazy shit. In Toledo, we're going to have access to a stage and a PA system. I think we might even set up like a mic in the crowd so people can get in line, kind of like at the Star Trek convention. Yeah. Where they get in line and come up to the mic and ask questions. Get in line, bitches. And uh, I, we're going to do what we need to do to at least film that, you know? 
So maybe it'll be in a video. Maybe if you come, you'll be in a video on a Drunken Peasants episode. Yeah. Maybe. So are we going to do a post-show? Because if so, I have an, an amazing video for it. Well, let's do that then. See everybody in the post show. We're going to do a post show. In Check it out on SoundCloud. Show. Link in the description. Thanks, everyone, for watching. If this is your first time watching us, thanks. Thumbs up, subscribe, and we will see you on Friday. Friday, bloody Friday. Peace, everybody. Good night. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.